All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to another episode of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 10. We have hit double digits. I think it's safe to say that we're not going anywhere. We're going to be sticking around. We're having a lot of fun here. We've also done like four bonus episodes. We've probably really done about 14 in total now, but feels good. The show's running pretty good. We got our cameras back this week. No more technical difficulties. We're up and running again. Back to full sales. Uh, we got a big show for you guys tonight. Big, big show for you guys tonight. I'm in a great mood. I've had a great, great fucking Tuesday. City didn't get the result I wanted, but regardless of that, my favorite band of all time, Blink-182, the boys are back fucking together. Back. The Let's boys go. are back. One of the many oh, things really? that actually has really spawned me and Seth's friendship over the years has been our mutual love for Blink-182. We've seen them together, what, two, three times? Three? Yeah. Three times? Probably three, yeah. I've seen them probably six all together. Something like that. Yeah. Five or six, yeah. Once in Vegas? Yeah. But fucking Tom DeLong is back. Blink-182 is back together. That makes me very, very, very happy. But it's been a good day, and I'm, uh, I'm ready to talk about a lot, of, a lot of stuff today. we got a lot of recaps we're going to be diving into. She-Hulk, Rings of Power, House of the Dragon. We're going to be keeping those running again. Got a little bit of cinema talk to dive into at the top. A couple of streaming things that dropped on us this week, too, that I want to mention that I checked out over the weekend. Uh, but before we dive into all that, let's go around the horn real quick. Uh, the ones and twos, you've been seeing a lot of them. He's been filling in a lot here since Kalos has been out working. He's going to be back next week, finally. He's in his last uh, last week of training. But uh, Mr. Seth Rogers, Seti Mitz, what's going on, baby? How we doing, guys? Uh, can only take the camera away from me for so long before I come <laughs> back. Uh, one word to describe this episode this week, redemption. Big redemption episode for a I couple like different shows, a couple different characters. A lot of people I was chastising, but... Yeah, it's a big redemption episode for me, so I'm ready to get into it. I like that. That plays well, too, especially with the cameras. It's redemption for everybody. Redemption is, I like that. It's a good, good mantra for the show. And then he's uh, he's back again. He's been filling in a little bit more lately as well with Lois's absence. Mr. Adam Ledoux back again, co-hosting for the third time, I believe. That's it. Third time. Third time's the charm. Let's go. Third What's going on, baby? How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Feeling good, you know, feeling healthy right now. So <laughs> we're back. So Yeah, had a little health scare, I heard, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, a little sickness, but no COVID. Just for anybody worried, no COVID. Wait, you can get sick and not have COVID? Yeah, it's incredible. I didn't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shout out to Lukey. Lukey was going to be doing the show with us tonight. We were going to try to bring in a new squad for the first time. We were going to do me, Luke, and Leduc. But Leduc, I mean Leduc, Jesus. Luke is uh, unfortunately feeling under the weather himself. So hope you're feeling better, bud. Uh, but the show must go on, as we always say. Um, first things first, I want to say that uh, I know Andor is kicking around and shit. We're going into episode six this week. We are going to be back with another Andor recap, episodes four, five, and six. It's going to be coming soon. I haven't quite circled the day yet and figured out who's going to be doing it with me. I'm sure Seth will be here again, but we got to plan that out and figure it out. But we'll be coming back soon. And then um, She-Hulk and Rings of Power are going to be ending up this follow this week. So after that, we'll be sliding Andor into this regular show. But be on the lookout for that for uh, you Star Wars fans out there. Um, first things I wanted to mention, uh, we're going to be, we're going to be spending the majority of our show this week on the recaps. We have a lot, a lot to get into on the recaps this week. So I'm going to keep things short and quick at the top. Um, but I did want to mention a couple things. First off, um, I mentioned I went to the theater for the first time by myself last, was it two weeks ago, I think. It must have been, yeah. And it was something I mentioned that I was toying with. I was going back and forth with for years. And I think the reason why was I was scared of exactly what's happening. You're addicted. Which, yeah. Addicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I got a little uh, taste of it, and now I'm like, oh boy, it's the best. It's. I think I might have fallen into a hole on third. I've uh, I've been going through a little bit of a slow peak right now at work, so I've been getting out pretty early a lot of days. And it was uh, Thursday last week. I got out at say like twelve thirty, and I had like nothing to do. And fucking I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go sit home again. Like I got fucking nothing going on. Pulled up the fucking showtimes for Fall River. Of course, nothing till like. Everything had just started. Everything was at like 11.45, 12 o'clock. Yep. Nothing starting again until like 2, 2.30. So I was like, shit. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, let's see what Providence got. Oh, wow. Trek down to Providence. <laughs> well, you know, I'm oh thinking the God. thing is, like I said, it's 12, it's 12 o'clock on a Thursday. So everyone's either already at work. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's gonna, I'm going to buzz right in. I'm going to hop somewhere. on the highway. My work's right off the highway exit. I can buzz right over there. I can be there in like 20 minutes. I look, I see uh, Barbarians playing at like 1.30. So I'm like, all right, that's perfect. I can freaking buzz over there. Movie's getting bomb reviews. Let me check out the trailer. Check out the trailer. I'm like, all right, this looks like my kind of movie. This looks fucking creepy. I like it. I'm in. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. I mentioned that Smile kind of let me down a little bit. This movie blew my expectations out of the water way better than Smile. Really fucking good horror movie. Something that's definitely gonna go. I'll, I'll have to check it out. A lot of these horror movies, I feel like they don't have the money for marketing. You know what I'm saying? They're low, like like I think this movie in particular was really low budget. I okay. think I remember seeing that it was only like maybe like a couple million. You know what I mean? And okay. they probably spent it like on a lot of their because like Bill Skarsgård's in it. He plays uh, the Pennywise clown from It. Okay. So he's kind of blowing up Alex Skarsgård's brother, and then Justin Long's in it as well. So I'm sure yeah, he's still so getting a little couple, bit of a little bit of money. Size names, you know. Going back to the yeah. horror movies, Justin Long. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I actually just watched uh, Creep. Uh, Jeepers Creepers yesterday. Oh no shit! First really? Time in like forever. No so, shit. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a long time. Yeah, man. it doesn't uh, doesn't get better as it gets old. <laughs> 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 but I mean, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned Justin Long. But uh, yeah, no, Barbarian was really, really fucking good. I really can't say enough about it. It was actually genuinely freaking creepy. It helped being uh, one of only two people in the entire theater, just me and one other guy in there. So <laughs> you guys are holding hands, like screaming. <laughs> oh, man. But um. It was good. And the trailer, too, what I really liked about it is that I don't want to give too much away for because, you know, I don't, I don't want to give away the movie. But the trailer kind of gives you, uh, like, one idea sort of going in. Like, hey, this is going to be kind of the idea. The movie quickly flips and then kind of blows your mind a little bit. At least it blew my mind. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't see this coming at all. And that's, like, very early on. I was like, okay, we're, doing all, we're kind of doing a different bag here. But it was fucking really good. I can't recommend it enough. If you've got time to go to the theater and check it out, I recommend you do so. I loved it. And uh, that was, like I said, I, I think I'm addicted now. I might be going to the movies by myself all the time. I told you. It was, it was great, man. It was so awesome. You. No yeah. lines. Nobody's there. Yeah, there was, like I said, there was nobody there at all. Me and one other guy freaking walk right in, go to the concessions, grab a popcorn, grab a soda, sit down. <laughs> like I said, it was at 1.30, so I'm out of there, and it was still fucking, the sun's still up. It was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Not even, you know what I mean? Did you guys talk at all? Were you like, yo, this will be scary as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, give it a review on the way out, you know? <laughs> we did not. I should have, though. You want to go chat it up, grab a soda, grab a drink, grab something to eat. Let's go. Let's go talk about the movie. Get a new fan, you know what I mean? Try to bring him into into the fold. You never know. Uh, The other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, like I said, a lot of of streaming this weekend. A lot, a lot of things came out on streaming. I checked out uh, almost all horror-related, too. I feel like they really pumped into the Halloween Halloween time. Uh, The first one that I I checked out that I liked that I wanted to mention was actually from uh, the MCU and Disney+. Plus. It was that Werewolf by Night. And I got to be honest, I had no idea what the hell that thing was. I had zero expectations going into it. And it was fucking awesome. It was 55 minutes of just badass action, basically. It was wildly violent. It was much more violent than most MCU things, which I wasn't expecting at all. I was like, oh, shit, this ain't, this ain't your mom and dad's MCU. 
but then it still had uh still had some humor to it for sure. I laughed a few times and it had some fucking uh, some monstery charm to it as well. It was good. It was a good. My 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 takeaway was more of these specials rather than these series that haven't been that good this year. That I've actually kind of been hyped up for. For instance, I was really excited for Moon Knight going into it, and it totally let me down. This I had no expectation to it. This I thought was awesome. I saw someone saying that on Twitter today that it was really good and that they should do more, just like the hell yes, little forty-five minute to an hour introduce a new guy and then yep. you know what I mean, go from there. Because then I feel like it's nice you have him pop in every now and then, you know. Yeah, it was wicked cool. It was basically just like a hunt. It was basically like a hunts off. Was like the whole movie basically. So that was like the, the, the whatever you want to call it. The whole special it was like fifty-five minutes. Okay. Basically, there's like a like a group of monster hunters. They hunt you know vampires, werewolves, demons, all that kind of shit. Yep. And they have you know like a, like a king basically, like a guy that's the head of their council. Right. But he's he, he's going to be uh, passing away so we're going to be like kind of determining who's going to be the next guy in charge the next guy or girl in charge right so to determine that we're going to do like a hunt so we're going to strap this big old beast in the middle of this like pit basically kind of a thing like a big maze and we're all going to enter in at different points and we're going to try to the first one that kills the monster is going to be the new king the new king but like if you happen to come across any of the other hunters inside fair game you guys can fight it out you know what I'm saying you know okay. what I mean so it was it was just 55 minutes. It's kind of no whole. It doesn't sound very fucking. Disney plusy. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Not it was. It was cool. It was intense for real. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was a little bit of a taste of what I feel like we're gonna get from Blade. Hopefully, if that movie you know comes together and stuff. But you see, you see it got delayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing, yeah. Shut Fantastic Four too. Did you and see as that? As a result, I, mean, I don't know if it's a ripple effect or what, but it is. Everything got delayed mm-hmm. after that. Fantastic Four. Um, forgot the other ones, but uh, yeah, I think it was the first uh, the first Avenger movie that they announced. What is it? Uh, Secret Wars. I think. Yeah, Secret Wars was one. And of then them. Uh, I think Deadpool too. I mean, yeah, Deadpool three a pushback. Yeah, yeah, Deadpool went from September to November. Yeah, all because of fucking Blade. Do we think it's because he he was involved in some of them, or was it just like the Marvel timeline was pushing it back? You know what I mean? Ooh, that's like, a good do question. we think they had plans for? It's a good question. Blade to be Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That is a good question because you feel like you could probably just move around it. You know what I mean? Like you could just yeah, continue right. to have Deadpool where it is. Same move Blade into the November yeah. spot, but yeah, actually, that, that might be the case. A couple plans. Yeah, yeah, that might be the case. Goddamn Blade. Is man. this new uh, Deadpool the one Wolverine's in? Yes, sir, baby. Blade, th- uh, Deadpool 3. It's going to be fucking awesome. I cannot wait. I've been wanting. It's been getting me excited. i got to watch the first two Deadpools again. I've already seen them both like five times, but definitely going to be diving into those again soon. Uh, and then the second thing I wanted to mention was Netflix Midnight Club. Uh, it came from Mike Flanagan, who I mentioned one of his shows last week uh, as a recommendation. It was uh, The Haunting of Hill House. One of my favorite shows, scary as shit. One of the best horror things of any variety, whether it's a movie or show you'll ever watch. He did that. He did The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix, which was also really good. And then last year, he did uh, Midnight Mass, which was also really, really good. This year, he did The Midnight Club, which was fucking awesome. I really, really, really loved it. The first six episodes, I would put right up there, just as good as The Haunting of Hill House was. I thought it was like right up there, maybe to be his best show yet. The ending, though, didn't do it for me. Definitely fell kind of flat for me. I didn't love the last four episodes. Left a lot of questions unanswered. Uh, but I did look into it today, and I heard that a second season, he already was planning on it being multiple series, uh, multiple seasons. So season two, as long as Netflix greenlights it, we're good to go. We're going to get a second season. And I can't imagine that Netflix wouldn't greenlight it because they're already giving him all these shows. You know, yeah, Every single already, year, he just keeps popping out well. these shows. Right, yeah, he's been making monsters for them. All of his shows have done well. So I'd be shocked if they didn't say, yeah, yo, do a uh, season two. Because like I said, there's so many, so many questions left unanswered. But it was an 
awesome series. Even like I said, even with the ending not absolutely, you know, being a, a smash, it was still good. It wasn't like an awful ending. You I'll know, check what I'm it out. Halloween vibes. Yeah, it's um, but not like not like like over the top. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's uh, it's about like it's a, it follows like a group of kids, uh, like teenagers. Um, it basically takes place like in a the the kids are all uh, they're actually like terminally ill. They're, it's in a hospice, okay. so they all have various forms of like cancer and stuff like that. No shit. Um, and the Midnight Club is there, like, gathering every single night at midnight. They kind of all sneak out of their rooms. They go to this cool little library they got. They light a fire. They grab a bottle of wine from, like, the uh, the head of the, the hospice. They oh, steal shit. a bottle of wine from her shelves. And they, uh, they like, basically swap ghost stories. You know what I mean? They keep themselves, like, entertained and kind of shit. So you see all of the ghost stories, like, every oh, okay, episode, okay. which is yeah, really, so really cool. Them and they're showing them? Okay, yeah. I like that. Um, but then on top of that, the hospice itself... It seems like there might be some haunted stuff going on here, which you can imagine because it's you know it's a hospice place. There's been a lot of dead spirits in here and stuff right, like right. that. So no, I'll give that a watch. Netflix. Yeah, okay. yeah. But like I said, I, I, always, I always things with kids. I always find to be just more like engaging, especially for horror. Sometimes it, it just feels like it holds up more. Like the the factor feels bigger when it's children rather than like adults. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You don't mind as much seeing like adults get brutally murdered as no, you see exactly. kids get brutally murdered. Yeah, the kids are so more, vulnerable. You're a more invested. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You get more exactly. Yeah. It's like oh, you get more scared and shit. I feel like I'm just like I'm more worried for these characters and kind of thing. But like I said, really, really good. So I highly suggest checking that out. But there was a lot. I also checked out Hellraiser. Uh, I watched that last night. Insanely forgettable. Uh, they just put that out on Hulu. Um, it was fine. It, it wasn't awful. It wasn't good. It was. It was just fine. The monsters itself looked pretty cool. I did. I will say that the the monsters, the Hellraisers, whatever you want to call them, the demons, did look pretty fucking scary. But overall, it was pretty meh. Didn't love it. But there was a lot that came out this weekend. There was a few other things I'm going to check out. Did either of you guys ever see the documentary on Netflix? That was awesome. Um, Abducted in Plain Sight? I have not. No? Maybe. I was going to say, that one was awesome. That one was it's only like fucking two parts, too. A lot of those documentary series, once they started getting popular, they started getting wild and doing like eight-part like documentary series yeah. and shit. It was too much. This one was just two parts, and it was like the best documentary I've ever seen. Really? But they just turned it into like a full-blown series. Definitely interested in checking that out. Basically, like, these fucking parents have these two girls that are, like, you know, five and seven, and they have, like, this neighbor family friend who literally, like, kidnaps oh, these yep. fucking girls. Yeah, that's creepy. Like, multiple <laughs> times for, like, huge strands of time, and they don't, like, think any... It, it's it's the craziest shit you'll ever see. It really is. It's fucking nuts. I feel like this, this is obviously based on a true story. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I remember this story. Dude, the fucking docu-series on Netflix, like I said, it's, two, it's, like, two episodes, so it's, like, two hours, I think, but it's it's... Fucking nuts, dude. You should have the biggest take like, wow, these parents are fucking retarded. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, these parents are so fucking dumb. It was nuts. He, like, literally persuaded both the mom and dad. Like, I think both sexually, too. It was fucking crazy. It was (coughs) one of the wildest things I've ever seen in my entire life, without a doubt. But I highly suggest you guys go and check out all that. That doubles over as my recommendations for this week, because like I said, we got a lot to dive into. Um, So with that said, I, I suggest we do it. Shall we? Anybody else got anything to add before we get into recaps? Only thing I think of is that uh, Amsterdam, not good. Oh, I did see so that. Far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see the reviews ten, have been very. Ten uh, mil was the opening. That's they made bad. Like ten million bucks. That's bad. with that cast. Like they just out, just out a lot of money for that cast. So. No shit. To make ten mil opening weekend. Mm. Yeah, no, that's bad. I did see not the good. reviews. I knew like reviews not good too, right? Right. I I know you're like me. Like if you see something like the early reviews come out from the critics and it's bad, it's like I don't necessarily like jump to conclusions. Yeah. Honestly, same almost kind of like the, the last Jedi was good. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, I don't. 
uh, I don't like jump to conclusions, but then like once you see like after that opening weekend passes because we weren't able to go see it this weekend, and like the audience score comes out, and the audience score is like sixty, which is, I think is what it was. It's just like yeah, that's not that not great, great, you know what I mean? That's just barely one out of every two people would say like go see that. Basically, that's true. It's that's tough, you know what I mean? Especially with like Seth said that fucking cast that they poured out, which I'm still gonna go check it out for sure. It's probably yeah. uh, probably not this weekend because this weekend's Halloween. I'll wait for you guys. Is it Halloween this weekend? No, oh, not like the, the actual holiday. holiday. Oh, yeah. uh, Halloween uh, ends. Halloween ends. Yeah, the, yeah. You said the second one was a little. Uh, it stunk. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it, stunk. it stunk. All right. Yeah, it, it was stunk. a total waste of a movie. The first one I heard was good. The first one was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The first one was shockingly good because and it's it like built Jamie up. Lee Curtis is back. It's like yeah. you don't know what to expect. It was right. awesome. It built up your expectations for the second one too. For real, the second one just yeah, boop, put it right back down. The this one's like in the middle. Hopefully. Yeah, the biggest problem with the second the one is they decided, like, all right, we're going to, like, they was almost like they knew they were going to do a trilogy. So they were like, all right, for this second part, let's have it almost be like Michael Myers wins in this one kind of a thing. But they didn't go, like, all the way into that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, if you're going to have it kind of be like that, like, have Michael Myers, like, fucking win. Kind of like Thanos at Infinity War kind of thing. You right, know what I mean? right, right. Like, have it looking like peril for the bad guys entering the third chapter. You right, know what I'm right. saying? Where they didn't really go all the way, they ended up doing a really corny scene that stunk. But he ended up kicking, kind of like killing all of them anyways. It was, it just wasn't that good. It, it was bad, very forgettable. Oh, maybe just skip the second one then. Yeah, not a bad idea. You the get the synopsis. Yeah, you get yeah, the idea. Yeah, get the synopsis. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was actually thinking about watching it tomorrow morning. I haven't seen it since the night we saw it in theaters, and I'm off tomorrow, and I have really nothing to do with there in the AM. So I was actually thinking about checking out fucking Halloween Kills again, seeing if maybe I was wrong about it. But who knows? I think not. Probably not. Yeah, for real. <laughs> But definitely going to still check out Amsterdam at some point before it leaves. Um, so let's dive into She-Hulk. She-Hulk, episode eight, the penultimate episode. And we have been very hard on this show, I would say, the last couple of weeks. After we were very kind to it in the opening four weeks. We were saying, you know, especially myself, I was saying how my expectations were being basically blown out of the water through the first four weeks. That it was way better than what I was expecting. That I was really enjoying the show. Five, six, and seven. Big time let me down. Just was it kind of what I was expecting at first. And I was like, all right, this kind of sucks. It stinks. This episode, episode eight, I thought it was the best one yet. I thought it was the best episode of the season. Yeah. I'd probably maybe have to like go back and look at the first couple. Yeah. But yeah. Off the top of my head. Yeah. I'd probably say so. Like I said, biggest thing is just thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know this what I mean? Like, fucking thank begged. you for going back and making it meaningful. The only thing I hated was that we talked about it. They released the scene that, um, Daredevil was going to be into it yes. beforehand. Yes, Which good is fucking point. so dumb, and I think it's a, a sign that we're not the only ones who are being let down by it. Definitely, yeah. I think that was a big move by Disney. I think they, their viewership had to have been yeah. going down the last couple yeah. weeks, and they well, needed they did to it get again. people back. They did it again for this this upcoming episode. Oh, did they? I didn't yeah. even see it they show. Uh, I mean, I won't spoil it for if you don't want, but yeah, they show like a pretty important-looking scene in oh, this no shit. one, too. It's oh, like, no shit, no. No, I we bit we we like we both talked about that because I saw it before the episode. And I was just like, "How are you going to spoil like everyone like we knew Daredevil was going to be in the series, which obviously you only have two episodes left, so it's a heads or tail when kind not, of thing." Yeah. But how do you show the whole scene? Like it's the yeah. biggest part of the season, basically, and they like ruined it. You know what yeah. I mean? The new suit and everything like that it was. But the episode was still awesome. I fucking loved it. Even like the jokes, I felt like I, I've been saying the last couple episodes I haven't found as funny. This one I was laughing again. I thought the jokes hit way better. Yeah, I did like this. Yeah. You finally got some good action sequences, not just from She-Hulk, but from Daredevil as well. Yep. Fucking Daredevil's flinging it around. Yep. Awesome episode. I love this one. 
We'll do anything. Did you, did you check it out? I have not seen it yet. You haven't so, seen this one? No. I've been taking in every episode, though, when I hop in. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty much caught up. You know, I got an idea what's going on. Yeah, I um, So we opened up this week. We introduced a new character. We fucking meet Leapfrog. Which right away I was like, all right, this guy's fucking hilarious. He was funny too. That's what I'm saying. Like he was actually, he was really funny. Yeah. We see two thugs that robbing a TV from like some kind of an electronics store. He springs into action. First thing we see is he can't fight at all. He looks like just like your typical white kid at a party trying to break dance, just like spinning around, making a complete fool of himself. Then he hits his signature uh, signature catchphrase: "Tend to grip it and rip it." <laughs> His, his boots have, like, boosters in them, so he, like, shoots himself backwards. Next thing you know, he goes torpedoing up into the sky. His boots, like, catch fire and explode, and he gets, like, third-degree burns all over his legs. <laughs> Which, again, was hilarious. Yeah, very funny. And as we're seeing it, he's telling Jen the whole story because you can see that he's now, like, uh, he's seeking, basically, uh, a lawyer for a uh, fucked-up suit, basically. And he's like, you know, Jen, the suit is, you know, defected. I want to sue the guy that made it. Jen's like, all right, this should be a piece of cake kind of a thing. This should be a shut and closed case. You should actually get some money here. Uh, who made your suit? And, of course, who was it but fucking Luke, the drip broker himself. And right away, you know, that Jen's just like, oh, fuck. Like, I can't go against Luke. Homeboy's hooking me up with all my suits. He's fierce, too. You know right away. Yeah. He's cocky, man. He's got it. He, he don't take no shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And fucking, she's like, go right away, goes up to her boss, and she's like, hey, guy, like, can you give this case to anybody else? Because I, I don't want to mess up my fucking, my tailor. He's my guy. He gives me all these nice dresses. He's making my dress for the gala. Like, I don't want to mess up my connection. You know what I'm saying? And the guy, boss, is like, nah, no can do. But, you know, basically, this should be an easy thing. Just go basically seek an alternative. You know what I mean? Get a little money. Pay off the guy. We should be able to. A little hush money. Yeah, exactly. We should be able to take care of this. Problem is, boss man doesn't know who Luke is. That's the issue here. She, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how Luke gets down. So sure enough, we're gonna go to Luke's condo, which I thought this scene fucking cracked me up. Right away, Jen walks in. Jennifer, don't rush me. Your dress isn't gonna be ready till Friday. <laughs> just like, don't rush perfection. I just, I love this guy right away. But then she goes, you know, Luke, I'm not here for my dress. I'm actually here because a client of mine said he got a defective suit from you. And right away, he just fucking, like I said, just snaps off. Just like, what? Defective suit? I ain't never made a defective suit in my life. My work speaks for itself. Like, I just absolutely appalled. disgusted. Yeah. Just appalled. <laughs> just absolutely disgusted with the idea that someone could ever say anything negative about his clothes. You know what I mean? Just not having it at all. Um but then it's pretty funny. Jen kind of explains the the case or whatever, and, and like I said, he ain't having it. And he's working on Jess's, Jen's suit on this mannequin, and he literally just rips the fucking Jess right off the fucking mannequin, and leans in and starts talking to it. And he's like, "What is that? Jen's never gonna wear another pair of clothing from me ever again." <laughs> and then, uh, and then she goes, she goes, she kind of is like, "What?" And then he goes, uh, "What did she go?" He goes, uh, "You shouldn't have betrayed me, you greasy old buffalo." <laughs> <laughs> but just dude this guy is absolutely hysterical cracked me up the whole time um but basically not having any of it we're gonna have to go to court because he ain't paying anybody off as she leaves by tragedy which i thought was hysterical too she actually she's all mad now when she leaves she goes i'm taking you down hopefully not wherever you got your clothes from <laughs> just talking jab. yeah just talking jab. shit to her as she, as he walk, as she walks out the door but the whole time, Luke just cracks me up. This, this whole episode, big Luke episode. Yeah, big, and you gotta you gotta figure too. At least for big. me, like when they mentioned uh, going to court too, you were like, 
Oh, okay. So we're going to court. We know Jen's on one side, so like you, you know, your brain starts running. That's yeah. like, all right, is this is this how we're gonna get? I fucking I mentioned it involved? to you. Uh, that was early. That must have been like episode two. Yeah, or some shit. When we were talking about Daredevil entering the show, yeah. I literally said it'd be cool to see them from like an attorney standpoint rather yeah. than just like a fighting standpoint. Just because it'd be different. Right. That's exactly what we got, <coughs> and it was awesome. It was an awesome fucking scene. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, like that's exactly where we go. We're we go to the courtroom. It's like a pre-trial kind of a thing. We're gonna see if it's actually gonna go to trial. And right away, we see fucking Jen's there with uh, Leapfrog. Yeah. And then we see Luke's there by himself. So Jen's like, "What? This guy doesn't have a fucking lawyer. Like, what an idiot. We're gonna fucking win this thing easy, right?" Judge goes, "Hey, you like representing yourself, Luke?" To the judge, he's like, "I'm not gonna represent myself. I'll represent myself. I'm not an idiot." <laughs> Which is with all the cockiness and swag. Yeah, yeah. And then who walks in the fucking door? Matt Murdock, fucking daredevil, comes strolling on in, makes a fucking joke about having a hard time trying to find a place to park, which I thought was good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, just right away. And he even says, it, he's like, no, nah, just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah, we know, man. <laughs> uh, but then him and Jen have a great, like I said, like a great little uh, like lawyer fight, basically. A nice, good back and forth. Using the ways of the law, you know what I mean? They're both very well skilled in their craft. But the chemistry they have is very good. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was the actor acting or if it was like, you know, the actual characters, how they wrote it, but uh, yeah, I love the chemistry that they had between the two. No, I I, I agree. I like both of the I I've my biggest takeaway from the show is that I really like Jen. Like the girl that plays yeah. Jen is very likable to me. Yeah. I think she's very funny. I think she's adorable. I love her. Um but during this little uh, this back and forth, they're, they're kind of going back and forth. Jen's saying, why don't we talk to some of your clients, basically, because he's saying that Luke's client, like, um, rep- like reputation's wicked, wicked high. So Jen's like, all right, well, let's talk to some of these people. Daredevil's like, well, we can't because we can't, like, give away these people's identity. They're superheroes, you know what I mean? Right. They're not just, like, Joe Blows down the seat. Like, but she hope, she lives out in the open. Everyone knows who she is, so that's kind of what he says. But he's like, not everybody else chooses to live that way. Right. You know, obviously talking about basically himself because not everybody knows he's Daredevil. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I see what you're doing here. And then he mentions a big thing, which Seth, I don't know if you noticed, but he says that the uh, the Sokovia Accords yeah. got revoked. Yep. Which I was like, all right, yeah, Cap nice, wins. That's cool that they brought that back. Yeah, right. Cap wins, God baby. Team yeah. Cap, let's go. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sokovia Accords have been repealed. Um, but then they, uh, you know, like I said, they have a good back and forth. Leapfrog ends up pulling out his suit. And as soon as he pulls out his suit, Daredevil, with his fucking awesome abilities, is able to sniff out some shit. And he's like, like a fucking police dog. He's like, yo, what did you use in that suit? And he's like, fucking jet fuel. And Luke's right away just like, and did I my instructions tell you to use jet fuel? <laughs> <laughs> So right away, Leapfrog shits all over his own case, completely debunks any fucking, any chance he had at winning this case, gets thrown out right away. Luke wins. You know, Daredevil made a fool of this guy. Jen goes and tries to apologize to Luke like, hey, any chance you'll be my tailor again? Which I thought was hysterical. Luke just goes, oh, Jenny, Jennifer, gives her a big hug. Then he goes, no, because I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Like the perfect level of sass. <laughs> so sassy. <laughs> I love this guy. I really hope that we find a place for him to make cameos in the in the MCU after the show going forward. Which I'm sure we can, right? He's a suit maker. Guy, so yeah, we gotta say, be able to find him in there. Definitely. Just, just be the suit guy. He know? is hysterical, man. He's so sassy. Like it's the so woman funny. from uh, the Incredibles. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yes. Up the suit, yes. You know? Perfect. Perfect. 
Um, after the trial's all done, Jen's going to go to the bar, drink off her loss. She gets a drink sent over her way from the bartender. She's like, who bought me this? She goes, that guy right over there. She looks up. Who is it? Matt Murdock. Daredevil comes sliding on in, slides on over. Hey, you mind if I sit here? Next thing you know, two of them, like Seth said, they got some chemistry on and off the screen. They start flirting. Next thing you know, Daredevil gets a little call. He's like, hey, you mind if I step away for a second? And then Jen says so as much. He breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera, and just goes, I'm not the only one feeling this, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was pretty funny. Um, Then he comes back. Jen's like, all right, let's get some more drinks. Daredevil's like, "Uh, I can't. I got to go. I actually have a work thing. Jen's like, oh, yeah, I got a work thing, too, which actually isn't a lie because she got a call from that really sketchy guy there, Todd, there, who was fucking weird and wants her blood, basically. Blowing up her phone and stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was being a real jackass, too, about it. He's like, yeah. oh, I thought you guys were, like, 24-7. Do I have to, like, ask your boss, basically? If that's it was, like, two case? minutes after sending the first text, too. It was like, yo, relax. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Matt's going to head out. Jen's going to head out. We're going to see the quick meeting with Todd, which this part was pretty just, I'm not going to lie, it was pretty funny. We see that Todd, they go like they're at, they meet at like a little bar. Todd's like, I just bought a Wakandan wasp beer. Authentic. No one's no one in the game is collecting African memorabilia like I am. He's fucking sh- bragging like crazy. He's like, I spent a million on this thing. That's a million. Jen's just like, Yeah, I know. He's like, That's a million dollars. Jen's just like, Okay, he's like, can we can we advance? So he's just like, All right, you gotta see a picture of it then. And she's like, Okay. Sure enough, it's a picture of him shirtless holding the fucking spear. Of course he's shirtless. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course he's shirtless. Gotta be. Uh, but it turns out he doesn't actually have any fucking like any, you know, lawyer need for Jen. He was just there basically trying to flirt with her. He tries putting the moves on her. Jen basically like slaps him away, says, Get the hell out of here, I'm billing you for the whole hour. She heads out. Billing you for the whole hour. Billing you for funny. the whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she gets to her apartment. She's there for like two seconds. She gets a call. Leapfrog. And you can tell just by the fucking call that he's like in the middle of a fucking chase. You can hear like fucking sirens, fucking cars, fucking all kinds of chaos going on. She's like, what's going on? I'm being chased. I'm being attacked. All right. Where are you? Turns out he's like right nearby. But So Jen's like, all right, cool. Like I'll fucking spring into action. But... Before she does, we finally get to see the suit. We fucking... She went to get it from Luke. How many episodes now? Like two or three. That was like teased at what? Episode six, I think? Something like that? Yeah. It's been a while. We finally get it. Episode eight. We finally get to see the the, uh, the She-Hulk suit, which isn't very much besides like a wrestling costume and sneakers, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, We get to uh, all the good stuff for the episode. Basically, She-Hulk springs into action, like I said. By the time she catches up with Leapfrog... It's like uh, they're like on top of like a, like a parking structure. They're yeah. like at the top floor. He like fucking Tokyo drifts his whole way up. You know what I'm saying? Kind yeah. of a thing. Who's on top of this car fucking attacking, chasing, quote unquote, him the whole time? Daredevil, of course. You know what I mean? So now we got She-Hulk and fucking Daredevil. They're going to have a quick little friggin' square off, quick little fight scene. All right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Fucking right away, though. Daredevil obviously knows who she is. You know what I mean? Her her identity's out in the open. He already kind of has been flirting with her a little bit, buying her drinks earlier on. Right. So he's kind of like focused on his mission. Like he's got he's got Leapfrog on his mind. You know what I'm saying? He ain't yeah. trying to fight. Yeah, yeah. So he makes he makes like a quick getaway. He he goes back to kind of fucking chasing after the car. She Hulk does the same thing, hits him with a fucking sonic clap like we saw in episode one. Like she learned from fucking Bruce. <clears throat> Knocks Daredevil down, goes over, scoops him up, pulls his fucking mask off right away. Bang, Matt Murdock. She's like, yo, what the fuck? Are you even blind? <laughs> She's like, because <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're lying about that, that's fucked uh, up. 
<laughs> and that was great too because he's like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry, I'm blind, I'm really blind. Right. <laughs> he's the one in the Spider-Man movie, right? The most recent yeah. Spider-Man movie. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that was I thought that was hysterical. That that was like our very first thought was just like, yo, what the fuck? Are you Are not you actually blind? blind? That's funny. I thought that was fucking great. Um, basically, he kind of explains that uh, Leapfrog fucking kidnapped Luke. Luke, the drip broker, he was inside the fucking trunk of that car that Leapfrog took. He was trying to get a new suit made because, you know, he couldn't get any money for his defective one or, you know, him fucking up his actual suit that's not defective, whatever. Uh, Kidnapped Luke. So that's why Daredevil was fucking springing into action trying to save, you know, his client. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. So now, explains holding the shield. Shield's all right, word. Let's go fucking do it. So now we get the team up. Now we're together. Now we're going to go save Luke from Leapfrog. And we're going to head over to the lily pad. Great name for a secret layer if your yeah. name's Leapfrog. <laughs> not gonna lie. Probably not the best move if you're gonna have like a quote unquote because these things are typically like they're supposed to be like a secret layer. He's got a huge neon sign that literally says Lily Pad. Probably not the greatest thing if you're like a bad guy. <laughs> Anybody can find you literally at any time with this huge, just humongous neon signs. So this guy is a bad guy then. Half and half, not undecided. He seems like he wants to be a good guy, but he's an idiot. And okay. the only reason why he's got any ability is uh, they make it known a couple times. It's just uh, his par- <coughs> his parents are loaded. His daddy's real rich, so, so that's how he's able to like buy the suit and shit. No, okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's how he's able to buy the suit. And he's able to buy some henchmen and shit like that. Right. Um, but I thought the lily pad was just fucking hilarious. Great friggin' name. Um, but basically, he's trying to force Luke, like I said, to make him a new suit, and. Matt and Jen are going to start kind of planning out their attack, which this was a cool scene. Matt's like fucking, what does he say? Like, he's like, there's 15 of them inside. And Jen's just like, how do you know that? He's like, I can hear their hearts beating. And Jen's just like, that's a little over the top, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I can feel your heart beating right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, kind of flirtatious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, I feel your heart beating, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's beating fast, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And she, what did she go? She's like, no, I'm healthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, turns out, Daredevil wants to do his typical thing. He wants to use his stealth, like you know the way he typically does, skulk around, take these guys out one at a time. She Hulk. She's Bruce's cousin. She's a Hulk. She's like, let's just fucking go smash these guys up. I'm the Hulk. Right. What are we doing here? He's yeah, a exactly. henchman. You know what I'm saying? Daredevil's like, nope, we're doing it my way. I do this all the time. You're new to this, you know what I mean? You've never done anything like this before. And then he just like dives off the building into action. And She-Hulk's just like, yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. I guess I'll follow you. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty badass of you. And then we get to see Daredevil in action against some fucking henchmen. He takes down and he got like four, like a, what is it, like four or five henchmen in a hallway. Yep. He uses that awesome fucking shaft of his. He's fucking throwing that thing around and shit. That thing's awesome. Yeah. I don't know how it works or anything. There's that chain in the middle that sometimes comes undone, and then he, like, fucking pulls it back. That thing's sick, though. Like yeah. nunchucks. It's kind of like kinda nunchucks. Weird, not, like, yeah. longer nunchucks that say you can, like, and, like, pull apart and then back together. That's okay. yeah. But it is kind of similar, like, in a way. But, like, long nunchucks, though, too, though. Like, longer than just that short chain. I got you. Fucking Uses, like, a whip sometimes and shit. It's fucking badass. I did notice, though, that this... There wasn't, um... So, like, the Daredevil show, very bloody and stuff, which this didn't have, like, the blood, but this definitely was, like, pretty violent, though. Like, the actual beatdown yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like, even, like, the last goon, like, the last goon's, like, on the ground, and he's, like, kind of, like, looking up, and he's just like, no, and Daredevil's just like, Bah! Sit down. <laughs> yeah, just fucking cracks him. I was just like, word. I was like, all right. So, we're going to get, like, a pretty good version of Daredevil. Yeah. He won't be, like, 
full blown Netflix violent, like bloody violent, but he'll be pretty fucking violent. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's a nice happy medium that everybody will be able to appreciate. Yeah, everybody can live with it. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Because that's definitely like the one thing that the uh, the MCU doesn't do really too much of is like blood and stuff. You know what I mean? Like the only thing you'll really see is like after like a long battle, our heroes will have like a little cut in their face with like a couple Some of drops dirt, of blood. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of dirt on there. There yeah. is. But, don't need blood, but don't need fluff. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. some, just somewhere in the middle of yep. it's fine. Yep, yep. But I thought that was pretty badass. He whipped those guys' asses. Then it looked like he was going to whip a couple more guys' asses because like five or six more show up. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, round number two, like about to square off. But before they can fucking meet in the middle, fucking Jen just comes blasting through the fucking wall. Just like a bowling ball, just fucking Kool Aid man, man. yeah. <laughs> Straight Kool Aid style, just fucking knocks all these guys right the fuck out. And then she's like, She Hulk Smash, baby, what you know about it? I told you, easy keasy, you know what I'm saying? Seems a little easier. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking cool though. I liked it. It was a nice, uh, nice balance, you know what I mean? A little bit of both, a little, yep. little stealth, a little smash. Um, but I, these guys are already flirting. I like their, uh, I like this connection. Like Seth said, the chemistry's there. I like it. I like them together. I didn't see it coming at all. I'll tell you that. I didn't see these two characters being a, a tag team, but it seems like that might be where we're going. Good tag team, too. Yeah, yeah no shit. They are. Fucking, we're going to talk about some tag teams later because uh, speaking of tag teams, this is a guy who needs a new tag team partner. Very sad. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to hear that. Oh, man. Um,. But, so like I said, Jen's going to smash through this wall, take these guys out. They're going to move deeper on into the lair, basically. They're going to get to Leapfrog. He's got his final kind of group of henchmen surrounding him. Daredevil kind of, you know, like takes care of the henchmen. He goes into fighting. She-Hulk, she takes care of the bigger problem. She goes, unties Luke, gets him out of there. She's like, hey, go call the cops. And then she basically tries to talk Leapfrog off the edge because she still is a lawyer. So she's like, yo, don't. You already got, like, kidnapping. Let's not, like, add any more charges. Like, we can fucking, we can finagle the system a little bit. We can fucking get you off. Daredevil was saying some shit too. He's like, I don't know about insanity, but fucking something tied to like PS, uh, PTSD or something yeah, like that. It was pretty funny though, watching them like fight both like with their fists and then they're also still doing the whole lawyer thing at the same time. Yep. But pretty funny. Obviously, they end up saving the day. Luke gets off. You know what I mean? We, we save Luke. No harm done. Leapfrog goes to jail. Fucking Jen saves Luke though, so now we're even. You know what I mean? He was upset with her for fucking that shit talk, kind of, you know, talking down his clothes, but. Now she just saved his life, so now they're even. Is he back to the suit connect? Yeah. She asks, hey, we good? He goes, yep, I'll make you fucking dress, baby. We're good. I'll have you dress ready for the gala. Because we found out early in the episode that she was uh, nominated for Best Female Lawyer of the Year. So she needs a dress for the gala that Luke's making her. Nice. Um, But then we go to what felt like the closing scene, which is funny because Jen's even going to hint as much. This episode, this is actually, this, this shit was very funny, I thought. Uh, we go to, like I said, they save the day. Luke's safe. We take out Leapfrog. Now, Jen and Daredevil, they're on top of the fucking roof. They're kind of just having a little chat. Jen's like, so, you know, when are you heading back to New York? He goes, I'm heading back tomorrow. She's like, ah, shit. He's like, yeah, you know, maybe the next time I'm in town, I can take you out. And then we see horny She-Hulk for like the third or fourth time in the show. Jen's just like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Or, you know, we could just skip all that and just go to my apartment right now. And sure enough, hit the montage. We fucking see She-Hulk and Daredevil hit Jen's apartment. They're taking their super costumes off of one another. Next thing you know, they're having some friggin' good old SEX. Congrats on the sex, guys. Happy for you. But I didn't see that coming at all. Fucking She-Hulk yeah. and Daredevil. I, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I would have never expected She-Hulk to be that easy. No, no. 
And then the funniest part, without a doubt, is the fucking, like, right afterwards. So, we like, like I said, it's a montage. We spend the night together. Then it's the morning after. And Daredevil does the fucking walk of shame in costume. We just see him walking down the streets. <laughs> but he's got his boots in his hand. <laughs> he's barefoot. Right. And he's just walking in costume down the street. And the other girl say it, too. She's like, yeah, I just, I just saw some guy, like, walking down the street doing the walk of shame in his boots. Like, look wicked embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, I laughed my ass off, dude. I thought yeah. that was so fucking funny. I thought it was great. The bear, the him being barefoot. I don't know why. It was just the funniest thing to me with his boots in his hand, just making the little walk. I thought that was great. I was dying. Um, but then yeah, fucking. What I was saying was funny, guys. I like how uh, like after that, Jen kind of like looks. She's like breaking the fourth wall. She's by herself, and she's like, "You guys are still here." She's like, "Shouldn't the episode be like over now? Yeah. Like, what's right. what's going on? Why are you guys still hanging around?" And then that's when Nikki walks in. She mentions seeing Daredevil. And then uh, she's like, yeah, like, let's get ready for the fucking gala. And Jen's like, oh, shit, we're doing, like, the gala now? Like, Same thing, fourth wall. Yeah, like, fourth wall break. Like, now? Yeah, exactly. It was great. Like, fucking something else, like, plot sandwich at the end of the episode. Like, yeah. oh, then she goes, oh, shit. Is this the, fin- uh, is this the, uh, is this the episode the before the finale? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, when he, um, when he talks about going back to New York, do we think that's where... The Daredevil series is going to pick up, or is that, like, you think that's, like, Avengers-related? Yeah, no, it has to be where it picks up, because that's where, he's from Hell's Kitchen, that's where his firm is and shit like that, so... So I, we just I go back to New York, and you got to figure that's when, that's when the Daredevil series is going to take off? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. Probably fresh off of this. Yeah. Fresh off of nailing She-Hulk, and he's yeah. back in New York, and now he's now we're ready to go. No shit. Uh, um... But like we said, so we're gonna get a little, a little, a uh, little end scene here kind of thing. So we're gonna go to the gala. Jen's gonna show up. She gets out. She's got her fucking new dress that Luke made her. She's fucking that she-ho. She's fucking flowing. She's looking awesome. She's feeling herself. We get inside. This part I thought was hysterical. So they go to like the award ceremony, and they're like, "All right, so we're gonna announce who won the best warrior of the year for female warrior of the year." All right. And the first one, like, they announce, they go, like, they go, you know, Jen Walters, She-Hulk. So everyone starts, like, applauding, and you're like, oh, wow, like, Jen won. And then all of a sudden, he starts reading off all of the other nominations, and it turns out all of the nominations were just given the award. It's like a participation so, trophy versus, yeah, participation like, trophy award. to the highest degree. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was wicked funny. I was just like, oh, man, that's just, that's just mean. That's just not right to do. So then they start passing the mic around so that, like, basically all of the women can basically give, like, a thank you speech, which is just more, like, degrading already. You know what I mean? They already right. have all stay the shade. So then it gets a shield. She starts, like, thanking whoever. And then the whole thing gets interrupted by intelligentsia. They fucking come over. They hijack the screen. They're like, you know, do you want to know who She-Hulk really is? And She-Hulk's like, what the hell? Like, my identity's out in the open. Like, what do you mean do you want to know who I really am? Everyone knows who I really am. Right. And then they fucking put up. Turns out Jenna was getting pretty freaky. I don't know if she was in on it or she didn't know. But when she was with that dude from the wedding, apparently they made a, they made a sex tape. Made a good old-fashioned sex tape. Thanks. And fucking, and homeboy... Apparently, he's working with Intelligentsia, I would have to imagine, because... Yeah, campaign. Yeah, for real. They put that thing up on the Jumbotron. <laughs> no, Everyone's nice. seeing it. Next thing you know, Jen's like, yo, what the hell? Turn this shit off. No one can get hold of the screen. She starts fucking hulking out, but not like in a good way. Fucking raging. Smashes up the screen. As soon as she smashes the screen, alarms start flailing, red and black light. Everyone's running for the fucking hills. And you see, like, over in the back corner, a bunch of little freaking... 
A bunch of nerds. A bunch of little intelligentsia nerds. You can just tell. It's little scrawny bastards yeah. with their little fucking... They reminded me of those guys from uh, from Washington there. What, what were they called there? Uh, fucking real life. The ones that would be in assholes in the streets and shit. Oh, I can't even fucking think of it. That's what they reminded me yeah, of. Yeah, I can't think of the name. I know what you're You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Those freaking jackasses that were just holding up freaking everything in Washington. Yeah. Um, they reminded me of that, though. But they're recording, like, the whole fucking thing. So they're getting exactly what they wanted. You right, know what right. I mean? She-Hulk's, like, lashing out. So now that they can, they can post this, make her look even more crazy. Right. She fucking just blasts through one of the walls, like, chasing them. Grabs one of them up, ready to just like fucking clop her. She's like growling and shit. And uh, a bunch of soldiers have arrived, so they have her basically like a gunpoint, and she ends up kind of like putting them down. So she doesn't do anything like too, 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 too bad besides smash some shit up. But looked pretty gnarly, and now not a good sex tapes out there. Yeah, yeah, not a great look. Um, but that's fucking the way the episode kind of ends. Like her in a little bit of a tough situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. What the hell? She's gonna be needing a lawyer herself now. But. Definitely a fucking banger of an episode, I thought. Yeah. And a good setup for the finale, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Now we kind of got to figure out what's up with these intelligentsia guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a lot. To, and then um, the thing that they released, too, was it It shows Hulk. Like, Hulk's back, too. Oh, word. Hulk's back? Was that yeah. part of the thing? And he's fighting Abomination. Oh. Interesting. There's, like, a scene that they showed of that. I don't know if it was a whole clip that they released or, like, a still frame, but... There was uh, yeah, Hulk fighting Abomination, too. So no I don't know, shit. I don't know what that's going to tie in. Maybe that's part of the intelligentsia. You know what I mean? Maybe they got a yeah, yeah. Abomination, but... Oh, I hope not. I love new Abomination. Yeah, I know. I almost I know. hope that they could hold the Hulk. <laughs> I don't want to relapse the Abomination. Hey, how awesome would that be if Abomination was fighting for the good side yeah, against, like, right. evil Hulk? Yeah. That would be fucking would great, be awesome. dude. Oh, man, I would love that. I'm going to have to check out that, that scene, though, when we get out of here later yeah. on. Oh man, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. I didn't know. I didn't think the Hulk was gonna be back in the show. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I thought he was gone, and probably won't see him for the Avengers again or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I thought that they were gonna be kind of setting up his like his own kind of plot line from the show. But yep. no shit, he's back, huh? This is gonna be multiple uh, seasons, right? She Hulk. I don't know. I don't. Just one. Uh, I don't think they've announced anything like that in regards to She Hulk yet. The only one that. We know, actually, no. What If is getting a second season, and then Loki is the other one. But other than that, I don't know of any other ones that are getting a second season. I did just see that Oscar Isaacs confirmed that he'll be back as Moon Knight in the MCU. I don't know if it'll be for Moon Knight Season 2 or if he'll just be in a I movie or whatever. <laughs> Hopefully not. I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, like we said, fucking banger of an episode. I mean, the Daredevil cameo did not disappoint at all. No. I mean, last week I said that I was worried that it might just be for like two seconds because of how the show was going. And thank God I was so wrong. Yeah, it was good to have a whole episode worth of him. Yeah, yeah. He was like in the whole thing pretty much. Yep. Like I said, I love that we got to see the, the lawyer side and like the Daredevil side. Matt Murdock and Daredevil. We got, to, we got a little bit of everything. The, uh, the back and forth in the, the courtroom, I really, really liked. I, I liked that a lot. That was really awesome. Uh, and then obviously them in action was awesome too. Like I said, I was I was looking forward to seeing kind of what Daredevil was going to be like in the new MCU. But it seems like he's still going to be pretty fucking brutal, pretty yep. badass, and pretty hard ass. Good to get back on track, She Hulk. Good, to, good to have you back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, episode. no, for real. Let's end strong. You know what I mean? Yep. If you you started strong, and then if we can finish strong, I think that I come away from this show pretty fondly. Yeah, you know I'll sacrifice. I mean? I'll take. I'll live with the middle part of it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. What's uh and like we said this this ending for this episode I feel like leaves us in a pretty good spot going into the finale this yeah. week you know what I mean I feel like all right we got some shit to kind of do now 
I do think we're gonna get like one more like drop kind of in this last episode, in this finale. Whether it's like, like an oh shit moment, yeah, something, yeah. something kind of big. I don't know what it'll be, but now that you just hinted at fucking Hulk versus Abomination, maybe it has something to do with that. I don't know. That seems like a pretty big moment right there. Yeah, a lot left in this last episode. Yeah, I hope it's a little bit longer too. Like yeah, there's, me there's too. A lot to, there's a lot to kind of wrap up. Yeah, yeah, like maybe like you know forty, forty five, something yeah. like that, a little bit longer. Again, no, uh, no uh, end credit scene this week. That, that whole thing to me has been very weird. Yeah. I know I keep mentioning it, but to do it for four weeks straight and then not do it for four weeks straight is just kind of like... And then know. to release clips throughout the week leading up to it. Yeah. Like we knew Daredevil was going to be in this and then this clip. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with that, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's been weird. Definitely been weird. Like I said, I think a lot of people... Uh, not a lot of people, but I definitely think there was some, some, probably some fall off on this show. It wasn't the full panic button yet, but yeah, they had to... Kind of yeah. break the glass in case of emergency kind of deal. Yeah. And I think people were already a little hesitant, especially... I know a lot of people liked Moon Knight. I know a lot of people didn't like Miss Marvel. I actually liked Miss Marvel a bit more, but I think people were kind of hesitant going into this one with how long of a leash they were going to give it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, hey, we're still here. I'm looking forward to the finale this week. What's, uh, I'm looking forward to it a couple days away. Let's hope, let's hope it's a good one. Let's finish strong, She-Hulk. Let's finish strong! Uh, with that, though, that wraps up that episode. And then uh, Rings of Power, yeah? Rings of Power, baby. Rings of Power. Again, another penultimate episode. I can't believe we're already at the end of this season. I feel like this I one's know. flown by, man. Flying by. I can't. I don't know how long the uh, the like hiatus is going to be between seasons one and two, but I hope it's not too, too long. Uh, same. I hope it's not I want too, more. too long. Yeah, I, want more. I want more. I know. And I, we fucking mentioned it on the show already, but I cannot. like. There is nobody talking about this show, I feel like. Even like I feel like on social media, it's crazy. yeah, for real. <laughs> they should be though, honestly. I know. They should be. I've been a huge fan. I I was real worried. I think we talked about it. I think a lot of people were worried about what it was going to come out to be like. And uh, I mean, I wouldn't say they've they've absolutely crushed it, but I think for the most part, I've really enjoyed the show. You know, it's not perfect by by any means, but I think they've done a lot of really good stuff with it so far. I totally agree. I mean. You can clearly, clearly tell just by looking at the show, almost any given episode, that they poured a shit ton of money into it. Because everything looks awesome. They should. Everything looks Bezos has enough awesome. money yeah. to, to be pouring For into real. that show. So, But there were no, like, there's never anything in the show, especially like we were, some people were worried, you know, after the Super Bowl trailer about how the CGI was going to be. Nothing in this show looks bad, man. Everything looks, not even doesn't look bad. Everything looks awesome. Yeah, I, I can. I, I still, every time I see the Orcs, I just can't get over it. The oh, I love the, the practical awesome. effects are so much better for the orcs. Oh my They're god, so much better. The Lord of the Rings orcs were so much better than the Hobbit orcs. That all the yeah. CGI orcs. I, I think the for the orcs themselves, you got to go practical effects. You know, with the guys yep. with the makeup. Yep. So definitely, I agree. But they look awesome. Um, like we mentioned last week, the freaking the Mordor explosion, which is where we're going to kind of open up this week. <clears throat> that whole thing just looked fucking so cool. I feel like. The yeah, Numenor dream with the water. Last week last was awesome. Week. Yeah, last yeah. week was an, was a was an absolute banger. Got a taste of action big time last week. Yeah. Um, one thing I before we dive into the episode that I noticed was uh, I don't know if you guys looked at the description. I always look at the description before I dive into the episode. Ooh, I don't think I have the last like the last sentence of whatever it says. Adar considers a new name, and I was just like, oh fuck, like. Is this motherfucker actually like Sauron? We found out last week that he's like the first Orokai. Right. And he's like Orc. I was like, is he Sauron too? I was like, how right. many fucking things does this guy got? Yeah. 
we're gonna find out that it was actually something else entirely. But I was yes. like, that was very sneaky, Amazon. Was sneaky. I was like, that was very, very sneaky what you did there. Yeah. Good but, for them. That's, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like right away, that was my first thought. I was like, oh fuck, but that was the end scene, which we we're obviously we we're gonna get to. But I, I thought that fucking little closeout was so fucking cool. I loved it. Uh, but all right, let's dive in. Episode eight, like I said, uh, or episode seven. I'm sorry, episode seven, penultimate episode uh, called the Eye, which I. Still don't know if I totally understand why it's called the eye, to be totally honest. Not me either. But is it because maybe of the ending with the Mordor thing? The eye? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Weird. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, you too? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but we open up. Pretty grim scene. where uh, We're in the Southlands. We're fresh off this fucking volcanic explosion. Galadriel, we see right away. She is, in fact, alive. But she's, like, covered in fucking ash. There's goddamn just, like, fire fucking all around her. Literally a horse on fire comes fucking gallivanting right on by her. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horse of flame, but she's kind of just, like, you know, she gets up walking around, kind of just, like, looking around, dead bodies all over the place. Like I said, yep. fucking grim scene. But, again, looks fucking cool. Like, just oh, the way, like, it's all red. It was, red. like, red. Yeah, 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 yeah The way yeah. everything's all red and yeah. shit. They did a good job shooting it. I mean, yeah. incredible. It looked fucking wicked cool. Yeah. Um, and she's going to come across uh, Theo. Turns out Theo's alive. They're both kind of doing the same thing. Both kind of, you know, screaming. You know, I think uh, Theo's screaming for his mom. She's screaming for Hallbrand. Yeah. Basically, they're going to kind of bump into each other. And Galadriel's like, all right, well, you know, let's stick together. Makes sense. First yep. time that they've interacted, though. So we got a new, new little team. Yeah, for this new episode. little interaction. It's true. Um, then we go to the Queen and the Sealed Door. We see that they are also alive, too. They also yep. survived the explosion. Um, they're going to help. Uh, this one guy's kind of got like a piece of fallen debris on him. The Sealed Door and her fucking, they're able to lift it up. He's able to crawl out, which I actually, it didn't, I kind of was weird by that because he just pops up after this. Was it the rock that they saved? Yeah, I think it was the All right. rock. Because yeah, then he's just, just there ask. right afterwards. Yeah, I think they saved the rock and then All right. the other dude. And then Mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then they come across Mankind and Mankind is yeah, unsavable. He did not say he, he... He fell off the top of the cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's broken in half. <laughs> right into Hellfire and Brimstone. <laughs> fucking Cain laying for him. Uh, but fucking Mankind, R.I.P. in peace, no longer with us. Uh, the rock back as Cactus Jack. Jack. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Comes back as Dude Love. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Oh man, that'd be the greatest thing of all time. Oh, that would be so fucking funny. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, he's no longer with us. So now we kind of start making our way off, and we see that there's like a, I don't know if you want to call it a tavern, some kind of a building, some some sort of a building that they have in these olden days. It's on fire. They hear some screams. They're like, all right, let's go in there and try to save these people. Queen and Sildo go rushing in. They're saving a couple people. And the next thing you know, the queen takes, it looks like like ashes or like debris, like right to her face, basically. Mm-hmm. Let's out a little howl. And then basically we see the whole entire roof of this building just fucking come toppling on down on top of, uh, you know, the queen and the door, fucking yep. whoever else was kind I'm of wondering if it was at their little home base. Little, uh, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the the keep that they yeah, called the it? Keep, yeah, yeah, keep, yeah, 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 yeah. That would make sense. It yeah, did kind of look like it looked like a sturdy kind of building, kind of yeah. a thing, you know what I mean? Center of town. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Probably was that. But uh right away, fucking even though we see these guys, they they survive this massive volcanic eruption, this battle, and now they're right away still kind of in fucking peril, you know what I mean? Galadriel yeah. and Theo, all right, cool, but Queen Isildur, fucking The Rock, mankind dead. 
But the three of them are all fucking kind of in peril, you know what I mean? Still in the fires. Yeah. We yeah. haven't seen uh we haven't seen anybody else yet either. We haven't seen Hallbrand. We haven't seen um Sildo's nope. father there, Ellenden. We haven't seen him yet either. Yep. So we have to uh, we have to find out who survived this fucking this is that Mount Doom you think it is Mount Doom it is right it's got to be that's what I said last week okay? yeah, it's got to be Mount Doom yeah it is Mount uh, Doom. this Mount Doom birth volcanic eruption basically yeah. um, from there we go to the Hoffoots the Hoffoots and the Stranger who we didn't see last week it seems like they are finally going to catch up to the rest of the the rest of the Hoffoot migration they've been. You know, lagging behind this whole time. Yeah, they're finally gonna catch up. They hear some kind of, you know, they hear some chatter, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we finally made it! We're here!" You know what yep. I mean? They're all excited, kind of thing. They get over the hill, and they see that their whole Hoffoot group there is kind of all looking fucking real sad and shit. And like the land around where they are is all burnt and dead. A couple of trees burnt and dead. Turns yeah, a out, craters. Fucking, yeah, a couple yeah. craters. Yep, kind of just like what the uh, crater man came down. In. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, turns out it's fucking from uh, from the Mount Doom Mount eruption. Doom. Made yeah. it that far. Yeah. Fuck. It's a long way. Big mountain. No shit. Like a nuclear big bomb. For real. Yeah. That's pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. For real. Uh, long fucking explosion though. I was just like, it wasn't like clearly it, there wasn't too many pieces that made it this far, but yeah, a couple though. That one was fucking yeah. big. Clearly, you know what I mean. But like I said, killed a whole bunch of trees. Killed a whole bunch of land. So uh, Sadik, the head of the head, the Hoffoots, he's gonna go up to Nori and uh, her friend Poppy and be like, "Yo, like, you know, can I, can your friend there help us out? Yeah, you know what I mean. Can you fix this shit up?" And Nori and Poppy, like, he's done enough. We ain't gonna ask him. So Sadik's right. like, "All right, I'm gonna go ask him." You know yeah, what I mean? I'll go talk to him. So he goes stomping over to go ask him. Dude doesn't even have to. The stranger's already taking it upon himself. He's already over there. He's got the fucking tree. He's holding it. He's fucking whispering, whispering to it. To it. <laughs> yeah. Whispering sweet nothings. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. real. Telling him a little fucking love poem, doing some voodoo, and uh, right away it looks like fucking, it looks like it's working kind of, you know what I mean? You see like the tree kind of like growing a little bit. Shaking a little, yeah. yeah. Some of the some of the death is coming off of it. Yeah. You know, getting some color back. Yeah. Looks like it's kind of like mending itself basically. Uh, and then a little girl is basically going to be kind of all excited like, oh yeah, it's working. Gets a little too close. And then we see, like, a branch, a dead branch, basically, is going to, like, shake and fall off this tree. It's going to come crashing down. Nori's going to go diving on top of the girl. Saves her life. Saves her, yeah. No harm, no foul. You know what I mean? It was an accident. He was just trying to do what you guys wanted him to do. Yeah, I agree. Got to give him some room to work, you know? For, I, give the guy a little bit of room to this work. This is like, thank you. Thank you. Know? you. I'm so glad that you're with me. Because this is like the second or third time that we're jumping down this guy's throat when he's not at fault yet. No, I would agree. <laughs> Every time he's doing his own thing and someone either sticks their hand on him or they're running up <laughs> to him. Real. It's like, you know, we're dealing with magic here, people. Can for we back real? up a little bit? And he's clearly new to the game. You know what I mean? He's not exactly intoned. He's not a master wizard. You know what no, I mean? He's just like not. a, you know what I mean? He's just like year one at Hogwarts. He's right. not exactly a fucking, you know, year five yeah, or six. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. He isn't, he's not into his game yet. But uh, like I said, no harm, no foul. The, the girl's all right. Nori's all right. But right away, you can tell everyone's like all like fucking all worked up and like scared and kind of looking at him like he fucking did wrong. You know what yep. I mean? But uh, I don't know. I, I feel bad for the stranger. Me too. I feel bad. I'm still real interested to know who he is, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you think we're going to get that in the finale? Or do you think that's going to be more of a season two thing? Um, I feel I, I'm trying to find out what we're doing for the finale because we've had the we've got, you know, the Mount Doom explosion last week. We had the sort of uh, I don't want to call it a filler episode this week, but sort of like we're oh. tying up some loose ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. 
I feel like we're in a little bit of a uh, limbo right now with with where we're going as far as the stranger and a couple other things. You know. Like yeah, I do get what you're saying, especially going into a finale. Right. Like, yeah. I, what is the direction of the show? I guess. What are we focusing on? Right. Are we? Is it the mithril? Is it the dwarves and the elves? Is it the? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. It's obviously more than one season, but you know, there's a lot of stuff to sort of uh, tie the knot on. Definitely. for a finale next week. So definitely. Well, this week we still have no idea who Sauron is. No idea. I know no in the promotional clue. thing, they sort of uh, those three people that been mm-hmm. looking for him. Yes, these cultists. Yeah, the cultists. That's that what I like looking for. Them, yeah. yeah, there's like a little like voice thing in the in the preview for the next episode, and it's saying one of them saying like, "You'll you're gonna become who you're who you truly are, Lord Sauron or something." Oh shit! So I don't know. Oh shit! If the media man Sauron, to me that I would wouldn't really be a huge fan. Oh, but I have no idea who they're talking shit. to. So. I wouldn't like that. I like Meteor Man. I wouldn't like Man. it at all. I like Meteor Man, and I don't like... Sauron's supposed to be, like, evil. So, Meteor Man's kind of been like a... You know, he's carrying... Good dude. The, yeah, he's, you know, he's carrying the carriage. He's... Taking care of the little people. Yeah, he's... Protecting them. Yeah, exactly, you know? Um, so, yeah, that that would be a... Uh, wouldn't be the best choice, in my opinion. But I'm hoping we get something, you know... We get the ball rolling there, like... That'd be a nice little find out who Sauron is in the final episode, and then like, all right, you know, this is where we're. And that one, I do think we're gonna get. I think so too. I think think that we're more likely. I hope they're not correlated, like you just said. But I, I think we're more likely to get info on Sauron than we are on the Meteor Man. Which is fine. I don't care if we don't find out about who Meteor Man is until next year Mm. or next season. But you know, a little bit of clarity on who Sauron is and where the show is heading. Yeah. Not that I have a complaint about the show. No, well, no, no, for sure. Yeah, like, you know, you. what? You. Whose, whose path are we following? Right. You know? I did notice even, like, on, uh, if you go to, like, when you're on, like, the Amazon homepage kind of a thing, when you, like, you know, when you're, like, choosing the episode and shit. Right. Like, this week they did put, it's, like, Sauron, basically. It's, like, him from behind. And it's, like, his whole, like, armor, the whole thing. Okay. All right. They've already got me, so. So it's, like, I, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to put that up, that's kind of, like, a little tease sort of a thing. You it's know what I mean? Because they, they blew up the mountain. Mount, you know. Yep. Uh, Mount Doom's exploded. Mordor's is now Mordor. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would only make sense to kind of get Sauron out there and, and get that ball rolling a little. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, there's there's a lot to do. Like obviously, we're not gonna get all the answers next week, but right. Well, this week actually, we're only a couple days away already. Yeah, Friday. I wonder how long that finale is gonna be too. I'm very curious to see that because all these episodes have been fucking long, dude. They're all like fucking over an hour. They're like 65, 66, 66. I I don't mind it. There hasn't been an episode where I've been like, all right, this this episode needs to end. Yeah, I mean, like every I think every episode's they've the the um you know the whatever the pacing is has been good. Good, yeah, yeah. But I would hope at least an hour and a half. Hour forty minutes on this last one. Yeah, I could, I could see it being a little bit longer. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't think they've released that. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into that. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, usually that kind of stuff. If it is longer and stuff, they usually do kind of release it for the fans. Sort of though. Like, All right, just so you guys know, like family's gonna be. Yeah, there. Gonna you know be, what I mean. I'm curious to see what the numbers are on the show. I really haven't looked into it a lot. Like I said, I've I've enjoyed the show. I've been watching like pretty much every Friday as soon as it you know. I think aside from like people maybe with unrealistic expectations, I think that you have to feel like this show has exceeded what it was supposed to do. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I would agree. This show has been 
it's been very good. I mean, I feel like even if you're not a big Lord of the Ran- uh, Lord of the Rings fan, I feel like you can still get into the show. Like, there's enough. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. there's plenty of fanfare, so there's stuff that you know we know that what happens. But if you're just diving in and like the show is good action wise, you know, feel like the storylines are good. So yeah, I'd be interested to see what the numbers are. Yeah, you know. Uh, so we're going to leave the Hoffoots. And we are going to go to, I believe, all of our all of our favorite characters, basically, right? I think we all a big team Durin and fucking Elrond guys here, right? Yeah. We're gonna go to Casa Doom, and we are going to see that Elrond and Durin are gonna meet with the king. Uh, we found out last week that the elves are basically the light is leaving; they are all dying, and we need Mithra. So Elrond's basically gonna make his pitch to the king. He's gonna make him all kinds of promises and stuff like that. Basically, you know, the king's like, you know, why should I fucking believe anything you have to say? And everyone's going to be like, because I'm only half elf, bro. I'm half elf. I'm half man. That's why I'm here by myself. My people are pretty stubborn. I can see this shit for what it is. I need you guys to save us. And I was right. like, nice. Yeah. It's like, that was a good move yeah, right cool. there. Ask him why I, should, why I should trust any old elf. And he says, you shouldn't, but you should trust me. Yeah. Half, um, um, half the way elf. he says it was cool, too. What is it? Uh, I'm Lord Elrond, half elf or something yeah. like that. I was just like, hell yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Let him know. Let him know. <laughs> but I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Um, so like I said, you know, kind of makes his plea. And then uh, the king's going to be like, all right. You know, basically, like, we'll let you know. Like, uh, you know, get out of here. I'm going to talk to my son, and we're going to talk things over. We'll let you know our decision. Right. As soon as that happens, I don't know if Lord Elrond was thinking the same thing, but I'm like, that's not a good sign. No. Because if you're getting a yes, they're going to tell you yes in the room. You know what I mean? Exactly. They want you out of the room. It's because they're working on how to tell you no. How to tell you no. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I was like, ah, shit, this isn't very good. But Duran's going to be like, hey, you know, Dad, what's up? What's your decision? And the king's going to say, basically, no, we're not going to risk, you know, dwarven lives digging into the earth when we don't know if it's stable. And I'm not going to risk dwarven lives for the elves. Durin's upset. Durin's fucking upset as shit. You know what I mean? He's like, bro, like my friend is basically dying and he's asking me. He's like, well, I think he says like he's drowning at sea and he's calling for me to help him. And like, what do you want me to do? Just like kick his hand away. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But it seems like. I don't know. It seems like we're in a bad spot here for the elves. You know what I mean? The king ain't having it. He ain't changing his mind. Yeah, it's a tough spot. But he the, says dwarves are stubborn. You know they are. the uh, The dad does say something that I thought was kind of interesting. As far as like he says, like the the fate of the elves was determined like long ago by people wiser than us, kind of a thing. Almost talking about like fate. Yeah, he talks fate about. Uh, I think he drops. Um, oh God, Elway, I believe it. So that's like one of the like the heavenly figures basically like a god okay. yeah that's so one of the gods made elves and then one of those other like higher beings yeah, yeah, yeah. wanted to make elves as well but the basically the all-seeing god was like you're not ready yet so he tried to make elves and he made dwarfs so oh, that's no how shit. like dwarfs are like made no basically shit. or the, how that that sort I had of no idea about yeah that. so cool. i think he, that's what he's like talking about like those those people a long time ago like made those decisions about like you said like our fate you know yeah that's the very much the way it sounds like he's yeah. like, it sound like it's predetermined and then uh, it was just like the, it could it could even like uh it could fuck up like the entire basically the whole way that middle earth could play out kind of a thing right so like if we tamper with it kind of a thing we could be like yeah. a butterfly effect sort exactly of. yeah now, exactly. like when you said that I was just kind of like huh that's i don't know i i feel like that's kind of new for lord of the rings sort of at least to my knowledge that I yeah I, I think you're right i think um 
Yeah, I mean, fate-wise, I don't know. Yeah. I've never heard anything like dwarves or elves-wise. This is what's going to happen. So, I, yeah, that's probably pretty right. new, you know? I don't know. It was just kind of, I don't know. It was interesting to me, I guess. Usually we were all worshipping these rings and rings of power and stuff like that. But it was just like, this is the first time we got like a, like a, like a god. Like yeah, said, talking like about like Alway, I think, is the like god in Tolkien's world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as soon as uh, Durin gets the bad news, we see that he's going to be with uh, Princess Disa, yeah. and Princess Disa, Princess Disa, I already love her. She's a gangster, but oh, she, she's the best. She was fucking. She was ready to go this she episode. This whole to. episode, like right away, she's furious. She's just kind of axe too, wasn't that? Oh, she comes back and she's hammering away at the axe. She's doing some. Yeah, like, I think uh, she was working. something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking fine tuning the blade yeah, or some, some shit like that, or something in her in her living room. Pissed yeah, off. Yeah, she dunks it into the fucking yes, yeah, yes. It in the water. Yeah, you're right. Um, basically, she's gonna fucking start shit talking the king a little bit. Darren's actually gonna stick up for him a little bit. He's not just a fucking. No, he's not just my father. He's also a king. Yada yada yada. Disa apologizes, says that uh, she's sorry for saying that he had lice in his beard, yeah. calling him a fool. <laughs> then she mentions that uh, she <laughs> Darren just does the same like. Kind of a thing, and she and then uh, she goes, "Well, you know, I don't like when you talk about my mother either." And Darren just like, "Well, in your mother's case, she really does, does have, have lice in her beard, which was funny." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. That was funny. Uh, and then right then is when Elrond's going to come strolling on in. Yep. And as soon as he strolls in, like I said, I think he probably he's a smart guy. Like I said, when he got told to leave the room, I think he already had a little bit of an idea. But then once he walks in, and he sees Darren's face. Yeah. He, he doesn't even have to say anything. Yep. He knows right away just by looking at him. Just like, ah, oh, fuck, we're screwed. Yeah. Um, and basically, like, Duran's like, hey, you know, can't convince you to stay for dinner. Elrond's like, I got to go tell fucking Celebrimbrol and friggin', uh, what's the other one there? Gilgalad. Gilgalad. Got to go tell him the news because, <coughs> you know, we're, we're fucked. The, yeah. No we more got, Lindor. Leave, the yeah, we got to leave Earth. You know what I mean? So then him and Duran have a little uh, pretty heartfelt goodbye. Yeah. I liked this a lot. Yeah. I can't remember the word that they use. I didn't write it down either, but um, Elrond's saying, and he's like, you know, we don't say goodbye. We say it's like something with an M, like Nameria or something like that. Yeah. Nume- but Nume- Prince Duran says it like Go before he can good, say uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just tell. Like, he's like crying and shit. You yeah. can just tell he's fucking heartbroken and devastated. Holy shit. But. Sorry, I was looking at the, I something on Reddit. They yeah. said they're speculating, like. Um, around from like 110 minutes. Ooh, so almost two episode? hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. So almost it says two it's, hours. It's based on a, it's like <coughs> 50 hours roughly for the whole story. The whole show? Yeah. They've been at, so 600 minutes, they've been at 486 minutes so far. So the, wow. the difference would be. Wow, look at that guy. 114 minutes. Good for him doing the numbers. Good for Reddit. Yeah. Good for Reddit. Oh, what does that break down to like seasons? What? Because there's so much. I feel like there's so much stuff they need to get to. Like for the show, you're saying? I think so. I have no idea how long this show is supposed to. They be. were looking at five. Five. Is that yeah, what you said? that's what I was five, reading too. Five, five. episodes. They're looking it was. at five. Fifty-four yeah. episodes. I thought is what I saw. Interesting. Five by nine. Very, very interesting. Because the other thing we we haven't seen anything of is the what Kellabrimbor is building. Yeah. Like that that was at the whole that was the whole reason he goes to uh Casa Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you play those Lord of the Rings games? Hell yeah. Isn't Celebrimbrol like the thing that's inside of you? Like the spirit that's like that you're talking to the entire game. Yeah, and the Shadow of War games. Yeah. I I don't think they're based off uh like what's the word I'm looking for? Lore. Like, all right, it's I not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I was thinking, uh, fucking, I, don't, I think Luke mentioned that to me the other day. I was just like, oh shit. Well, I saw, a, I saw a picture on Fuck. Twitter where it's like what you expected yeah. and what you got, and it was like <laughs> Caliber Boar from the game. Yeah, he's and then such a Caliber, savage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the old guy in the show, and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> just like not looking very tough either. He doesn't yeah. look like much of a fighter, you know what I mean? He's like an old elf. Yeah. Um, but like I said, so, you know, Elrond, he's going to hit the road. He's going to go back and, you know, give the bad news to the guys over at Linden. And um, Durin's upset. He's going to sit down. He's got that little piece of mithril that he gave Elrond, I think, like an episode or two ago. Yep. Uh, Elrond kind of gave it back to him. He's got it in his hand. He's all upset. Slides it across the table. Lands right next to this dead leaf that fell off of the tree that he planted from the seeds that Lord Elrond gave him. So it's some sort of like an elvish tree, basically. I think it's the... Uh, remember the tree Gilgalad when they're in Linden? Yes. And he shows uh, Elrond the tree and it's got all the, the shits on it. And mm-hmm. he's saying, like, this is why we need Mithril. Yeah. I think it's a leaf from that tree. Okay. Because I think um, Elrond brings it to show him. And he shows the king, too, because I think the king has it when he meets with Elrond. <laughs> This scene or two earlier. Yeah. And he's showing him, like, this is what's happening. Like, this is the darkness sucking gotcha, the life gotcha, out gotcha, of us. Gotcha, so gotcha. I, th- I think that's what that, that uh, life gotcha. is from. And obviously, that tr- we know that that tree is obviously magical because it's literally growing on the ground. There's no right. fucking sunlight or anything like that. It's right. growing in this cave, basically. So we see the fucking dead leaf on the, on the fucking table next to it. He slides the mithril right next to it. And the next thing you know, right before him and Princess Deesa's eyes, this dead leaf literally right next to the mithril, like, Basically comes back to color, kind of comes back to life, even though it's picked off the tree. You yeah, know what I mean, but it literally, you know, as it was dead and rotting, now it looks beautiful, like it just fell off the fucking tree. It comes right back to life before their eyes, and they're like, "If that's not a sign, I don't know what the fuck is." Right. Sure enough, he just screams for Lord Elrond before the scene ends. Yeah, it was a good. Like, line. Yo, get your ass Calling back. Him back. You know <laughs> what I mean, we ain't done, man. Yeah. Go, We're gonna figure this thing out. Yeah, exactly. But I thought that was yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I liked that. I liked the leaf me thrill thing. Like I thought that was a cool fucking thing. I yeah, I'm that. interested to see what's what's up with the the mithril or the me thrill. Yeah, you know, I thought that was fucking. I thought that was very very cool the way that they did that as far as like you know trying to make signs and stuff like that. Yeah, like the leaf from the tree me thrill and it's like All right, that yeah. was cool. I liked that. That yeah. was very very fucking cool. It just again, that just, it looked it just looked fucking cool. I don't even know yeah. what else to say. Casadun looks though. awesome too. Casadun does. Yeah, Casadun yeah. constantly looks awesome. Prince Durin is awesome. I can't get enough of him. He, him and Elrond, I mean, are definitely my favorite pair in the group. He, yeah. he might be my favorite character, Durin. He's um, my favorite character. The other thing he mentioned was his secret name, which is something else I'm interested in. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I actually I made note of that, too. I am I am curious of that, too. Yeah. Um, from there, we're going to go to a couple of scenes that are going to kind of bounce around the Southlands. We're going to be with two different groups of people. We're going to be with Gladriel and Theo first. So the first thing is we're going to see them. They've we, we opened up with them. Yep. Now they're kind of still making their way out of the battle area, basically, kind of a thing. Yeah. And Galadriel's going to be like, "Yo, like we're by ourselves. We got to retreat. Let's go find fucking our rest of our people. Regroup. Then we'll come back, attack, deal with this problem. We'll figure it out." Theo's just fucking gun ho, just yeah, like, "Yo, let's fucking go. I'm ready to go right now." Trying to run thirsty. off. Galadriel's like grabbing. I'm like, "Yo, chill out. Dude. Yeah. What are you doing?" Bloodthirsty, Theo. For real, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You're one. You're one kid. You don't even know how to fight. You're just yeah. fucking ready to go. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I, right away, you see, you know, Galadriel's already taking a little bit of a hold on this kid, trying to teach him up a little bit. Like, yo, listen, because you know, Galadriel's fucking. She's gun ho too. She loves to rot, like you know, dive right in. I think that was like did that intention a little bit to show that she's like. 
starting to be a little more reserved. Yeah. Her, you know what I mean? Starting to like be more of the Galadriel. Thinking from things the, out. Yeah, exactly. From the third age where she's obviously not, you know. Yeah. So just fucking. <laughs> exactly. Um, from there, like I said, we're going to be sticking to the Southlands. We're going to kind of bounce around. We're going to see that Elendin, the Seal Door's dad, he did in fact survive. He's going to be kind of leading survivors out of like the war field sort of a thing. He looks just like, he looks sad, but he also looks like disgusted kind of at the same time. Like just like very aggravated about the situation kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with him this episode because he... He, like, talks to her in Elvish tongue, like, three or four episodes ago. When, right. When she gets to Numenor. And she he seems sort of like a, uh, what are they, I don't know, what the uh, the faithful they're mm-hmm. calling them. The people who still believe in the elves. And, support it. Yeah, support the yeah, elves. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but, yeah, he's, like, he's, uh, he, like you said, he's, like, out of it. And he just, like, he looks disgusted by the decision that they made to, to enter Middle-earth. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was a little, like, like I said, he definitely looks a little sad, which, like, you, you find out, you know, he's kind of like, he sees a sealed door's horse and shit, but the sealed door's not there. So, obviously, okay, you're concerned about your son. Get that. Right. But, like I said, it's not just that. You can tell. Like, there's this fucking, like... There's something he... Yeah. yeah, he's just fucking... You can tell he's, like, annoyed or aggravated or disgusted, like, whatever it is. But, like, you can just tell that something's not sitting well with him. You know right. what I mean? Um, but eventually he's going to come across basically fucking, uh, the queen and the rock, you know what I mean? And the queen, we kind of see like something's not quite right with her. We don't know what yet. We're going to find out pretty soon, but then the rock's going to eat like the Eldon's going to be like, yo, like where's the seal door? And the rock's just kind of like not answering, kind of hinting like, yeah, it doesn't look good. doesn't look good. Like that building fucking came down fucking right on top of him. Who knows? He might be crushed. Of course, we do know because he's going to be king of Gondor and exactly. not throw the ring into the fire and be a big asshole. Uh, he's not dead. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> we know that he's somewhere out there. He's kicking around there somewhere. Um, but like I said, we know that something's not quite right with the queen, too. Something, like I said, we, <coughs> she took those ashes to the eye. And she seems like a little, sort of like out of it, kind of like a little. Yeah, she's off just balance, she's staring into space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, little off. Uh, um, we go back to Galadriel and Theo. They're heading towards the camp now. So Theo kind of gave into what she was saying, and she starts kind of teaching him up. He kind of asks about like, you know, have you killed a lot of orcs and stuff like that? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, good. And she's like, you shouldn't be like that. Like, we shouldn't do like negative things like death and murder and shit. We shouldn't like as soldiers. Be looking at things from like such a negative, like right. you know, hostile, basically. Yeah, she says it like fills you up. That's what you become, basically. You know, yeah. I think it's just another sign of them sort of changing her character a little bit, her her maturity, I guess. Definitely, good call. Yep, that's the path to the dark side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It's exactly. Everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> um, but like I said, she's gonna kind of mention that's not how soldiers should think. You know, people like me and you. And he's just like, oh shit, like. So does that make me a soldier then? And she's like, all right, you know what? Fucking, let me pull my fucking dagger out. She pulls out her blade, nope. gives it to him, and she goes, you know what? We just make, we might make a soldier out of you yet. Yeah, I like that. That was a good little scene. Yeah. yeah, nice too. yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Already starting to teach him up. Yeah. Already starting to teach him up. And this kid's getting some wisdom from some good people. Aaron Dia was giving him a little bit of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now Galadriel's giving him a little bit of knowledge. He's got some good people in his corner giving him some advice. And now that the old guy's out of there, he has no one talking evil shit in his ear. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> um, but from there, we are going to see that Elendin 
the Queen, the Rock, the Commoners, they're still making their way. They're kind of heading towards the, uh, the Numenorean camp. They're yep. still heading out of the battlefield. And this is when we're going to find out what's wrong with the Queen because the Queen is going to ask, she goes like, guys, like, when are we going to make it out of this? Uh, what did she say? Actually, I wrote it down. When are we uh, going to make it out of this smoke? Yeah. When are we going to be clear of this smoke? And Ellinger just kind of like looks like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, my lady... There ain't no smoke. And yeah. she's like, how long has it been? And he's like, it's been about a mile. <laughs> yeah. yeah not, not great. So it turns out the queen, due to those ashes to the eye, literally is blind. Can't see shit. But she's a gangster. She's like, yo, just fucking just keep going. Just guide my horse. And no one will even be any of the yeah. wiser. You know what I mean? It's like her father's little uh, vision, though. He tells her, don't go to Middle Earth. There's nothing but all, oh, all you'll see is darkness. Man. Boom. All you'll see is I darkness. I not think yeah. of that. Well done, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well done, sir. There's nothing for hey. you but darkness. Yeah. It's all you'll see is darkness, he says. Nice. I hope that's that Palantir or what What? What his deal was. He might have just been able to like. Yeah. Maybe he just had a few. Yeah, I don't know. But that's a great call, dude. I fucking. I forget all about that. Yeah. Nice job. Well done. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I said. Good job. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. Well done. Um, but like I said, she's going to say, you know, kind of don't even let the people know. Let's just keep doing the thing, which they're gonna, but she has to fucking like, Ellington, like, let's fucking go, dude. Like, let's go take yeah. my horse and guide this fucking thing. Yeah, again, he's, he's just like kind of being a little rattled. bitch about he's it. Good, like, he's signs a concussion out of this guy. You know? <laughs> he's got this guy into the protocol. CTE protocol yeah. for Ellington. I mean, Hey, you would name Mount Doom explosion. I wouldn't be surprised. You could I be a little, a little fucked up. Exactly. Um, from there, we're going to go back to the half foot migration real quick. And we are going to see that Sadik is going to be talking with the stranger. And he's basically giving him, it looks like a map. I don't know if it's like whatever, it's pages from a book or some shit like that. But basically pointing him in the direction of the stars that he's looking for. Yeah, I think he's had those star pages of books at the beginning. I think it just rips one of those pages out. The ones that Nori was trying to steal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. So basically pointing the stranger in the right direction. And then the stranger's kind of like getting ready to set off. And this part, again, this part broke my heart. Because like this dude... Just helped Nori's whole family survive the migration. Dad made it with a bad foot. Mom made it. We all got there. He fucking defended Sadik's wife from the friggin' wolves. Yep. And now he's like heading off, and there's not one single motherfucker there to say goodbye to him. Not one. Yeah, I know. That was sad. Not one. <laughs> not a one. And then Nori comes over, comes waddling over. I'm like, all right, cool. At least like Nori's gonna say goodbye. Doesn't even actually say goodbye. Just hands him an apple. Doesn't say a fucking word. Just gives him one apple. Yeah, they've been tough one on apple. They've been Do tough. Shit. Yeah. You know what? I kind of hope he is Sauron. I hope he kills all these motherfuckers. I'm trying to turn around now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he comes back and kills all these hoffles. Uh. But no, I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, this guy's done some good for you. You know what I mean? I was like, this is fucked up. Uh, like I said, Nori's gonna give him an apple, one apple. Who knows how long that's gonna last? Not very long. And then he's gonna set off on his way for these stars. But as he sets off. We go to the tree, the one that he was uh, doing his little sweet whisperings to. And we see that it's giving birth basically to like a dandelion, it looks like. Yeah, a little flower. A little flower, A little yeah. life. So it turns out that whatever he did, it's just, you know, taking a minute. It's just taking a little bit of time. Like we said, he's a new magic guy. Kinda you know what I mean? Give him some time and some space. Yeah, just give him a little bit of time. But it seems like whatever he did, it's it might working. be starting to work because the tree's starting to give some life off. You know what I mean? Um, we go back to Galadriel and Theo. They're kind of uh, making camp at night. You know what I mean? They're resting. They're chilling out. And Theo asks if she's ever lost anyone to the orcs. So Galadriel's like, yeah, I lost my brother. 
obviously. We've seen that from the beginning of the show. Yep. And then she goes, and my husband. I'm like, huh? Yeah, who? That was a little bit of a bomb right there. For real. And Theo was like the same way. Theo was just like, you had a husband? And she was just like, yeah, yeah. Once upon a time, I had a husband before the war and shit like that. He ended up, getting, you know, kind of getting called in, getting fucking drafted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he ended up having to go to battle and fucking uh, he died too. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, all right. You know, there's a little bit more of that revenge and that, that plot there for her. You know what I mean? It's not just her brother. It's her fucking husband too. Uh, I was watching that guy, Nerd of the Rings. I'm, yeah. The, uh, he mentioned something about that. I'm, I think they, they're either... They're either doing some stuff because of uh, copyright, or they're like switching some characters around. Or he's not dead. Or well, who's not dead? Her husband. Okay, go on. Yeah, that's that's all I can really really say because I, I I I don't know much about her her story. Like, okay, you know what I mean. So what was it? It's either because of the changing. So I know changing. that there was some like weird copyright thing that we've talked about. Yep, where yep, they, yep, yep. they, they wouldn't can't let him use they, certain uh, aspects of his writing or whatever it was. Yeah, like but, certain plot lines, basically. Yeah, but there's like another character who I guess that they could be like sort of switching things around with her husband. Okay, I know Kinda. what you're saying because Thrones has done that before. Yeah, giving almost like giving plot lines to different characters that they don't have in the book, sort of a thing. Correct. Or like, t- yeah, taking like uh, her husband's storyline, kind of killing him off, and now like, like to saying, oh yeah, he's dead, but now there's this there's another person who's basically going to embody that story. If that makes sense. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Very ill-informed on that sort of. Subject. I got you. Yeah, but that's that's sort of what he was hinting at. That because obviously he knows like the thirty, all that bullshit. So he was saying, oh, yeah, like, yeah, there's no way, there's obscene. no way this guy's dead. Basically, is what he says. Galadriel's husband. Yeah, so he's like either missing or he's gonna be like reincarnated or something as like a like a human. Not reincarnated, but like there's a no couple, shit. there's a couple characters in that. Basically, this world. guy has a role to play. Is kind of what he's saying. Yeah, in the story. Yeah, he's not dead essentially. Huh? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I I'm shocked. I'm Again, scared. I have no idea. Like I said, there's a million things in this show that I'm learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but uh, that's what he seems to think. No shit. Because yeah. this whole thing kind of blew my mind. I was just kind oh, of like, it was a huge bombshell. Fuck I mean, you just drops it on. Yeah, my yeah. husband too. And it's like what? <laughs> Especially because I was like at um, I think it was like episode two or three or whatever when she like bumps into Elrond. I was like, oh, there's a little something going on yeah. here. Yeah. And she even um, when they go to the the Hall of Lore when she's with Elendil. Yes. And they see that uh, it was founded by Elrond's brother. She's yes. like, oh, I was always closer with her brother. Like just even small stuff like that. I was always kind of like right. Thinking there was this little vibe there, maybe kind of a yeah, thing. her and Elrond. Yeah, and then when she's like, "Oh yeah, I, got a f- I fucking had a husband," I was just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." And then he also like quote you know supposedly died in battle. I was just like, "All right, well, yeah, there's a lot going on." Word, all right. See, yeah. I, my first thought when I heard that was like, maybe they are just like, are they just sprinkling this in almost to further add to that revenge plot? You know what I'm saying? They could be doing that too because I 100%. feel like I mean that that wouldn't surprise me at all because. Because that would make sense, obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like if you keep just peeling back, there's like a million layers to yeah. the world. So I'm sure there's stuff that they're just going to sprinkle in. Yeah, I got you. Explain it and, you know. Yeah, I got you. Like I said, I just thought that made sense because obviously she's been like 
so hard set on revenge where she's you know driving her whole crew basically to turn co on her because they've yeah. been out for so long the edge of the world <laughs> it would make sense where it is more than just your brother you know what i'm saying if it was because i mean obviously yeah, i get you're avenging your brother but if there's more than like a brother your husband fucking keeps adding up right I get you. I, yeah i get i pick up what you're doing um but that was fucking pretty wild to me uh while they're having this little conversation though fucking pack of orcs kind of start fucking showing up start strolling in on them and they're like all right let's fucking you know hide Sure enough, that's what they're able to do. They're able to hide out, fucking no problem, no bother. The orcs basically end up taking off. And then she's like, all right, you know, like, fucking rest up. We leave at first light. And then Theo's just like, fucking what What light? light. Exactly. <laughs> I liked that. I, I was like, too. oh, shit, yeah. that was gloomy, bro. That was gloomy. The land of shadows. Yeah, no more sun. Adar said it, baby. No that's more it. sun here, you know? Um, from there, we go back to Kazadum. Like we said, Prince Durin, he's going to stop Elrond from leaving. And we're going to basically, we don't need anybody help. We're going to do this a two-man operation. We're going to mine this fucking mithril by ourselves. Yep. So we see these two guys. They're down in the tunnels. They're both sweating like crazy. You can tell they've been at, like just hammering at it, chiseling away. Yep. And this was a great, if you're like, you know, the, the Durin fans, like we are the Elrond fans, the Legolos and Gimli fans, this was a great back and forth. Oh, excellent. Elvish, dwarven fucking operation you know what i mean yep. they're like all right let's take a quick break for a second elrond goes hey you know you want some water darn's just like come on dude i don't need water self-discipline you know what i mean self-discipline yeah, that's what he goes self-discipline elrond's like is that worked for you in the past <coughs> darn goes hey it worked fucking good enough when we did that rock smashing competition we did i beat your fucking ass right and then elrond just goes did you and darn right away just like you just see his neck snap just like Whoa. he's like what what you, you, you did not let me win that shit. Yeah. Don't you try to pull that? You didn't try to yep. let. You didn't let me win. Elrond, what is he going? He goes, uh, I, I was winded. Yeah, he tells him. Uh, <laughs> no, he tells him. Uh, he's like, yeah, I really needed your ear. So, yes. and then he right, finally, right, right. he's like, I was winded. Yeah, <laughs> Elvish lies. Yeah, Elvish yeah, yeah. lies. Um, but I thought that was great. And then he ends up giving in. He's like, yeah, all right, fine. Just give me the fucking yeah, give water. Me the water. <laughs> and then uh, even then he goes, <laughs> the other thing I really like that he says, he goes, uh, you're always very dwelven. You're always very dwarven for an elf. Yeah. And then he, he says, goes, I always found you very elfish for, for a dwarf. dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then this is where what you mentioned earlier. Oh, uh, yeah. This, this is, is we, where he says the, uh, he talks about his secret name. Yes. And I think we were talking about it on one of the other episodes I was on about how they're both named Dern. Mm-hmm. So I think that name was only supposed to be given to kings who like uh, most resembled the original Dern. So okay. I'm I'm just I'm wondering if that's why they're both Darren. Like he's got a secret, and obviously it seems pretty important because he like the way they like mention it and, and well, like sort of families, yeah, brothers, brothers, husbands, yeah, wives, and exactly. It was. And when he goes to tell them, they kind of like brush it under the rug. He's like, "Tell me on the other side," you know? Yeah, that was very much one of those movies, like an action scene, or not like a, like a, say like an action movie when like a guy or a girl is about to tell the other one that they love him for the first yeah. time and then they're just like about to die and they're like no yeah like well, save it for the end of the movie yeah. when we live bad boys 2 or something yeah. on the show. <laughs> tell me when we get back perfect like, right. <laughs> that's literally a perfect example yeah. thank you it was very uh, much that vibe but I was kind of like nothing's Nothing's going wrong right now. Like, yeah, no. This seems like a good moment, actually. I, well, I guess because name. like Elrond's dying, I guess, or whatever. Or, you know what I mean? That's the um, only, all right. That's the only thing I could think of. But, I get you. I you get know. you. I get you. That makes sense. Um, but after that little water break, they're going to kind of like get back to work. Durin's going to pick up his hammer, fucking plunges it into this fucking rock. 
makes this huge hole in it, looks through it, and there's like a fucking like a valley, like an oasis of fucking uh, mithril. Yeah. Just like so friggin' much, you can't even fucking <clears throat> believe it. This shit's supposed to be rare as hell. We just found it in fucking spades. So Elrond, like, come here, come take a look at this. Elrond takes a peek, like, woo we just saved my whole fucking race. This is awesome. And, of course, at the perfect time, just like in every movie or show ever made, what happens? The king shows up, just as we found the Valley of Mithril. Yep. And he has to come and just ruin all the fun that we're having. Pissed. Yeah. It's the first time we've seen him really, like, uh... Yeah, I get what you're Show saying. some, like, heavy emotion in the yeah, show, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like. Yelling and... Any force, even, really, kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. He's always been super mellow, kind exactly. of. Exactly, yeah. Boots him right out. Boots on right to the gates. Sure does. Yeah. Fucking just kicks him right out. And fucking, I'm almost... Po- if, if, it, if I'm not wrong, I'm pretty sure I'm right. That, like, that door that he's right outside of, that's the same door from, like, Fellowship of the Ring, right? I'd have to double check, but I think so. Right. I think that's where... Because he's sitting, I'm almost positive, on the exact same rock that, that Gandalf is sitting yeah. on when he's when they're trying there to get in there, pipe, trying to figure it out. Yeah. The funny, it, funny it thing is, so similar. is, I think that uh, they eventually. Well, I don't know if I want to spoil it for everybody. I won't spoil it for everybody. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I like it. Um, but like Ladue said, King Durin gonna give Elrond the boot. Um. We see Elrond kind of chilling out by himself, but he does have the, uh, he, he has a little shard of Mithril back again, which I noticed. He, he's got it holding his hand, the one that he had given back to Durin. Now, now he's, he's got, got it back. It Almost like a sign of hope or something like that. Kind oh, of I think when you see all that Mithril, you're like, all right, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty crazy, though. Um, from there, we are going to see the king and Durin. They're going to have their little conversation here. And the king kind of like, the king kind of does this weird thing where he kind of starts telling this, like, story, basically, of when Durin was a baby and how he he had some, like, birth defect kind of things. Yeah, he, he couldn't breathe. It. He was yeah. wheezing and everything. Right. Everyone was, like, concerned for his life and if he was going to be weak, yada, yada, yada. I was no, nah, I know my son's going to be strong. Sure enough, he came out of it. Now he's, like, this guy that he is now, yada, yada, yada. Building him up. But Prince Durin's there the whole time, kind of just like, what is the point of this story? Every time I have any kind of will, any ambition to do anything, you shit all over me. Right. So, like, what the? What are you even talking about right now? You're just kind of talking out your ass. He's like, right. unless if it's your idea, you don't want nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then Duran's going to fucking basically double down on what he said earlier about how he wants to save uh, Elrond. He's going to say, he's, he's my brother. He's as close to me as anybody could be as if he was in my own mother's womb with me. Right. And boy, does the king not fucking like that at all, man. He flips a switch real quick. Yeah. One other quick thing: the conversation he has with Disa earlier in the show. Yeah. And he's he she's telling him this is going to be our kingdom, and she says this isn't going to be your brother's kingdom. I thought that was a little interesting tidbit of information. I think that one's still coming. I think maybe. Maybe. But you might be right. Yeah. You could be right. Because they have another conversation still. That's like towards the end of the episode. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might have just... Fucked. Like right towards, <laughs> right, right towards the end, they have... An, I think that might be what you're talking about. Actually, right. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think... I'd yeah, have yeah, to go yeah. back and rewatch it. No, but. I think I know... I think I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. When she... Uh, yeah, she's a little bit more like fierce and shit, right? Yeah, she's like, this is going to be our kingdom and I'm going to rule all the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, that's okay. that. Yeah, that's still yep. coming. That's Spoiler still coming. alert. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> As if you didn't know already, but fucking A. Whatever. Uh, um, 
Fucking oh yeah! So like I said, the king's real pissed because like you know, like I said, he mentioned if he was born in my own mother's room, he's like, dude, don't fucking don't mention your elf and a mother ever again. You know what right. I'm saying? That's fucking that's slander. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's pissed. Fucking pissed. Goes right over to Durin and grabs that collar, whatever that metal fucking thing is. It looks like some kind of collar. I had no idea what it was. I thought it was just a piece of armor. That's yeah, I didn't I know what it was either. But the king like rips it off and like throws it on the ground. Then kind of starts walking off, and then you see Durin go back to like pick it up. And as he goes to grab it, the king's like, no, nah, don't do that. That doesn't fucking belong to you anymore. So that's got to be, like I said, I thought it was just a piece of armor. That's got to symbolize some kind of a ranking. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's prince or whatever the fuck it is. Right. That's got to represent some kind of standing, or, yeah. you know what I mean, amongst the dwarves or something like that. So yeah, it seems it like he basically to. just got fired, kind of. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, pretty much. That was kind of how I took that scene. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, harsh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that was a, uh, like you said, that was the most most emotion I think we've seen out of the king so far. Definitely pissed. Yeah. Tosses that. That's it. Yeah, really, really didn't like the whole yeah. elf mother thing. Did not. No, I didn't like did that Did not at like all. that at all. No. Hey, what can you do? You know what I mean? Durin loves the guy. He's going to be king soon. You know what I'm saying? It. It's his kingdom day. You know what I'm saying? And the elves, pretty good guys to have on your side, I would say. You know yeah, I would agree. I mean, what the yeah. fuck? Especially we're building this massive forge together and shit like that already. Like, why would we not try to continue this friendship and relationship? Yeah. I don't know. The king seems like he's missing an opportunity to me. Uh, from there, we're going to go back to the Hoffoots. And we're going to see that this fucking tree that was given birth to a little dandelion. We gave birth to a whole lot more than a little dandelion. Yeah. We got fucking all the trees of blossoming. We Full got farm friggin- stand. No shit. We're, it's fucking popping over yeah. here. We got fruits, vegetables. All the crops. All, <laughs> all the crops you could imagine. The Hoffoots are loving life. They're giddy as <laughs> shit. They're doing that Hoffoot thing. They're all fucking assembly line. Just fucking packing up cart after cart after cart. They're going to be eating good. They're going to be able to feed a fucking army. And um, then we see, I think for the second time since their arrival, because they scared the shit out of me. In the, I think... We haven't seen the cultists since, right? We no, only saw them the one so. time. I think this, yeah, was, this uh, was the second time, yeah, right? Yeah, this was the second time. All right, I thought so. And then we're going to see the cultists are going to fucking arrive, these scary motherfuckers. And in typical Hoffoot fashion, what do they do? Everybody hide. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody into the tall grass. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's diving in the bushes into yep. the high grass, just getting the fuck out of there as fast as they can. Throwing on the ghillie suits. It's fucking great. And we see the, the cultists are basically going to fucking go over to the tree that... The stranger fixed, healed, whatever. They pluck that little dandelion off. They, like, look over towards the stars. And then they kind of start moving in that direction. And then Nori's going to come fucking running out. Like, I don't... I was kind of a little confused by this. With the with the cultists heading in the right direction, and then she tried to throw them off? I think that must have been, and that's what she was doing. She right. didn't... Yeah, so okay. she... Because I don't know... Which way they end up going, but I think that was sort of her intent. Yeah, All intent right. was I'm gonna send them this way, and then I was a little confused by that. I was hoping so. I was like, we're not throwing the stranger guy under the bus now, too, are we? Because if that's the case, yeah, I'm gonna mean, be real upset. Yeah, that would have been bad. I mean, come on. As soon as she says that shit though to the cultist, like, yo, fuck, she like pops out. She's like, yo, like he didn't go that way. He went that way. They pull a fucking Houdini, just vanish. And I was like, oh shit. Yep. And then they fucking just pop up like right fucking behind her. I was just like, oh shit. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Some seasoned, seasoned uh, wizards. You know? For real. For real. Um, fucking Nori's dad and Sadik are going to come like running over. Like, yeah, leave fucking leave the girls alone kind of a thing. Nori's dad's going to fucking 
what do you call it? A uh, little torch. Yeah. Torch. Torch. Yeah, exactly. fire. That's yeah. what he's got. Torch. You know, stay away from my daughter kind of thing. Cultist just like literally grabs it, puts the flames out, and then blows into his hand and then sets all of these carts and crops that they've just been harvesting all day. Just lights them right the fuck up. Yeah. Right on fire. Yep. Tough. That was tough. Tough. Good to see a little bit of evil in the show, though. You know, some some evil magic. <laughs> yeah. Some evil magic. Uh, but I these cultists, man, they, they creep me out. They creep me out, too, because I don't think they've said a word yet. No. I don't think any of them have said a word. They've just been, like, walking walking Point, around, yeah. no shoes, white robes, pointing. You noticed um, that while they're, like, they're super, super white, like, the robes, their whole bodies and stuff. And then, you, I don't know if you noticed, but they're, like, hands, hands and are fingers. black. Black. Yeah, I noticed that. Creepy. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Creepy. Uh, but I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I mean, obviously, I don't like to see the Harfoots getting all that shit blown on fire. But that whole scene, I was like, that was that was cool. Like, I've never seen, like, that was basically like a teleportation, right? Yeah. They were just like... They were there, and then they weren't there, and then they were there, and it was yeah. were, it was creepy. It was cool. Fit the whole uh, October spooky vibe that I've been in lately. I yep. liked it. Um, but like I said, Harfoot's in trouble. Not in trouble, but you know all that crops that they've just been spending all day fucking ablaze. We see that the Numenorians have arrived at camp. Uh, Sildor's horse is fucking acting a f- not acting a fool, but he's all fucking hysteric, hysterical. He's all fucking rambunctious. They can't calm him down. You know what I mean? Eldin tries, and then finally he's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to let this guy out of here. Just like take off. And I'm like, you know what? That horse is going to go pull fucking what happened with yeah. Aragon's horse in fucking two towers. Yeah, that's He's going to go fucking call. save his seal that's door. A perfect call. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. this horse is going to go save his rider. Yo. Yeah, exactly. I've seen this story before, but I thought that was pretty fucking cool. And then we see Ellenden, which we've been saying, <coughs> he's been being bitchy all episode. He's going to get real fucking teenage bitchy and he's going to be like, I wish I never saved that Galadriel girl in the first place. I should have just left her at sea to fucking drown. Yeah. yeah. And of course, who shows up right then? Galadriel and Theo. They just fucking stroll right on in. Hey, yeah. what's going on, guys? Time. Uh, we see Theo. He still uh, hasn't given up hope yet. He's still looking for his madre. He's still looking for Bronwyn. He enters like a fucking camp, like a little tent, basically, and it's got all the engine in it. And you can tell he's feeling kind of guilty because he's probably thinking, like, you know, all these people are like hurt because of the fucking volcanic eruption. And the Which only reason why the volcanic eruption happened. Because of me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty gory, kid. too, for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, some no yeah, yeah, legs, yeah, yeah. a lot of blood. I feel like there's yeah. been a lot of blood in this. Like when I like uh, it, so do I. I no, I like it a lot. Um, like that scene where uh, Adar first gets the uh, sword, where Theo gives it to him mm-hmm. when they're in the bar and or the tavern or whatever, and they're just the orcs are just stabbing people in the stomach. Yeah, like way more than I expected for them to a show. A lot of just civilians. Just yeah, just sh- civilians. Sh- sh- yeah, just getting shanked up. Yep. But, uh, I, I like the bloodshed. No, I do. I do too. That's that's why I was pretty uh, pretty happy. Yeah, exactly. Up you it. know, um, like I said, Theo making his way through the tent, seeing all these guys, feeling guilty. You can clearly tell he looks kind of fucking distraught and shit. Clearly feeling some guilt, and then he sees a dead body covered with a drape. Looks just got the black hair kind of flowing out of it, and he's like, yep. "Ah, fuck!" Like making his way over to it. Like, is this fucking my ma? Right as he's about to get over to it and pull out the drape, though, what does he hear? Fucking Theo. Yeah. Turns around. There's Bronwyn. She made it through the whole thing. And then they have a nice little embrace. And then she looks over. And who else made it? Aaron is here, too. Yeah. He survived as well. I mean, if she made it, he had to have made it. Had to have made it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like the second... Elves, come on, man. Yeah. Elves have got that. The men are making it. The elves got to make it. Exactly. That's like the second time she's almost died, too. Yeah. First time. She's not. Out. 
She's not gonna die. Oh, she's gonna die. Eventually. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, gonna yeah, die. Yeah. You can tell. There's yeah. no, you can't escape death this many times. No, I know. Well, yeah, exactly. You can't I mean. escape death this many times, times man. I'm telling you. They're just saving her death for the right moment. It's coming, though. Uh, from there, we're going to go to a cool little scene that I really liked. We're going to see the queen. She's on this mountaintop. She's chilling, but now she's kind of fully embraced the fact that she can't see. So she's kind of actually got the daredevil thing kind of going on to tie things to She-Hulk. She's got uh, Netflix. That's what he does in the first season before he gets his costume. He literally just ties like a fucking... Bandana. Like a, yeah, like a, like banda- yeah. a bandage, whatever you want to fucking call it around his eyes. But that's what the queen's doing. She's chilling there, like I said, blind. And uh, Ellen's like, yo, Queen, like, everything's good. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get back to fucking Numenor. Let's head out. She's like, all right, yeah, we're going to go. Galadriel shows on over. And Galadriel's going to kind of start apologizing. Like, yo, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you guys shouldn't even be here. I kind of forced you guys to come here. She starts crying. Queen fucking goes to her face, wipes those tears away. Baby, don't you waste those tears on me. Save them for our enemy because we're coming fucking back. They don't even know what they started. We're yeah. going to whip some walk ass. That was, that was a good scene right there. Fired that was awesome. Up, fired me up a little bit right yeah, there. Yeah, you know? definitely. I, that was awesome. Yeah. That was a five. I really liked that scene. Does her whole name. Says her whole name and everything. You yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes it like a sworn fucking promise. You yeah, know we'll I mean? be back. But I like it. And she says, uh, when we when she goes, Numenor will be back, make sure the elves are ready. Yep. It's just like, okay, baby, you Here got it. Go. Let's go, baby. Let's Here go. Um. And then we're going to go... Actually, we're going to start closing out now. We only have a couple things left. This is when... They, Rings of Power does this a lot, where they, like, at the end of the episodes, they just go through, like, whoosh, a bunch of places, like, all of our, ca- yeah, like, all just, our characters, like, super-duper fast. Just, like, like, a bunch of dominoes. It's crazy. Uh, the first one we're going to do is the... My, the we're going to go back to the, my, um, the Harfoot migration. All the Harfoots, sad, down, all their crops burnt, a lot of their carts burnt. Nori's dad, though, let me tell you, we've seen some real bad speeches on this show to fire up the troops. Nori's dad, though, he's going to come in and he's going to deliver a fucking speech. Yeah, he does. I was like, oh, yeah, baby. I'm with, I'm, I hear that. Yeah, he's kind of a goofy guy, too. So, you know. Yeah, he's, he was. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll face dangers. We're going to trudge through it with hearts bigger than our feet. Yeah, that was good <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But fucking gives a real good pep talk. And sure enough, he fires up his daughter. Nori's like, hell yeah, dad. You know what? You're right. She grabs like a fucking, basically a backpack, like a satchel. And everyone's like, yo, where are you off to? She's like, I'm going to go fucking, go I'm going to go warn. Yeah. Go help my friend. I'm going to go help my guy. Go help my guy. Yeah. I'm going to go fucking warn him at least. It's the least I can do. At least warn him about what's on his way. Right. And they're like, yo, you're going to go alone? Poppy right away. She's like, she ain't going alone, baby. I'm going. The next thing you know, Nori's mom's like, well, I'm fucking going too. Yeah. They make it so it's like, it kind of seems like she's not going though. At first, she's kind of like, oh, you ain't going anywhere if you ain't yeah, going yeah, without yeah. me. And yeah. I was like, all right, all right. Mama coming. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm not sure who exactly it is, but one of the, it seems like one of uh, almost like the eldest state, one of the eldest statesmen for the Hoffwoods, one of the old, the old grandmas that's been around for a long time that's seen some shit. Yeah. She kind of goes to like, hey, you know, Sadik, like, uh, things would go a lot easier for them if they had a fucking guide who like knew the way like that stranger guy no, he's been good trail, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that stranger guy's been good to us nori's been right this whole time someone should help her yeah. and static's like motherfucker all right fine i'm into let's I wish go you, i wish you going. weren't always right yeah, yeah, yeah same right, sort of right, thing right. like he makes it seem like he's not going then he's like i wish you yeah. always weren't right yeah that's right so, yeah that's right yeah, that was that's a good right, little right. scene right there i like that that was but they're gonna go off they're gonna go try to save the stranger uh we're gonna go to galadriel 
we're going to see her with uh, Aaron Dia and Bronwyn. And basically, Galadriel's like, yo, like, Numenor's going to come back. So we got to kind of start getting ready. We got to start preparing and shit like that. You know what I mean? And then Galadriel's like, I'm going to go talk to my fucking king. I haven't been there in a long time. I'm going to go see what he wants me to do, get the elves ready. And then Bronwyn's like, yeah, well, what about our king? And she's like, who? And she's like, Hallbrand. She's like, Hallbrand live? Turns out, Hallbrand survived too. He's alive. He ain't looking so good, though. He's badly wounded. He needs some elvish medicine, it turns out. Uh, but we find out right away, while he needs some medicine, he's like, I, I ain't leaving these people behind. I ain't, you know what I mean? I'm king now. Like, he's already taking it. He's already yeah. changing his tone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. He's Doesn't already very sour on of him, so. No, 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 no. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm coming out of that. But he definitely seems like, at first he was hesitant to pick up this role of his king, but now he's kind of fucking, all right, I'm taking it Embracing on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, this part was weird because, like I said, when he needs elvish medicine, he looks pretty badly wounded, but he's going to get up and he's going to march right out of camp yeah, and do his horse himself. I'm glad you said like, something. That was, you the, too? that was the only thing that bothered me in the whole episode. They basically mean that they're like, yeah, he can't get up, he can't do anything, and then he gets up, hops on a horse, and rides off on a horse. And I was like, all right. Like, I was like, what the? I thought, yeah. He's obviously not that hurt. I mean, Jesus Christ. For real. <laughs> you know? We need elvish medicine, but he's like, fucking, yeah. yeah but he's around. riding a horse, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But, uh, that was my biggest complaint, though. So, yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, as they ride off, Theo comes back over, tries to give Galadriel back her dagger that she gave him earlier, and she was like, "Nah, bro, like that's yours now. Like yep. you're you're a fucking soldier. Like I'll see you soon." And she, he was like, "All right, Commander." Yeah, I like, right, like yeah, that. I like that Good too. Touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we see him be real gangster. They start riding off, and he just fucking thrusts his sword in the air. Straight to the Southlands, yeah, and the whole fucking the whole fucking crew yeah. starts screaming it. I was just like. Hey, let me tell you, I had either no opinions about Theo or there were negative opinions about Theo yeah, going into this episode. Switched around. I this is a fucking banger of an episode yeah. for Theo. I'm and like, they, Yo, Theo they, that dog. Yeah, and they they uh I felt like some of like you were saying, some of the speeches early on in the season were pretty uh lackluster. Yeah, lackluster. And like this this episode there were definitely a couple good Better. ones. So yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um and then like I said, we're gonna kinda we're wrapping things up, but just kinda bouncing around to all these people. Back to what you were saying earlier. We go to Durin and Disa. Disa's basically just like chewing out the dad. Like, fucking, this guy's too old. He's too feeble. One day we're going to rule this fucking place. We're going to fucking rule this, all this mountain. This is going to be our me thrill. And uh, she kind of says, like, one day we will dig. And Durin just kind of gives that little smirk. Like, this is why I married this girl. This, yeah. is, my, this is what I need. It's my hey, ride or die. This is my that ride right or die. Here, exactly. I love this girl. But I love Disa. She's a gangster, oh, man. I love her. Uh, so it's just a matter of what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Are we going to have to wait for the king to die? Or <coughs> I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Wage war against our own father. But something's going to have to happen because we want to save Elrond. You know what I'm saying? Disa included. You can tell. She she likes Elrond a lot. She wants to save this dude. Uh, from there, we're going to see. We're going to stay in Khazad-dûm. Awesome little quick tidbit. Awesome, awesome, awesome little quick tidbit. You haven't seen this episode, huh, Rogers? I'm trying not to listen. Uh, I almost don't even want to spoil it. We definitely don't listen to this. No, don't (laughs) let me. Yeah, don't (laughs) let me sacrifice the podcast. But fucking, uh, we're going to stay in Kazadun. The hole that Durin opened up earlier on that basically led to this fucking valley of Mithril. Yep. King's going to come on over and he's like, all right, guys, seal this motherfucking thing up. Concrete this bitch. Yeah. But as he says that, the camera dives through the hole. Awesome visual throws to the way they leaf. did this. Yeah, it throws the leaf down. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, that's right. That he throws sick. the leaf. It follows the leaf into, like, the fucking valley. You see so much Mithril. Yeah. So much fucking Mithril. Yeah. This valley is huge. The leaf falls all the way down to the very bottom of the cavern. And at the bottom of the cavern, we get a raw... 
we see the flames, and the Belrog is a fucking wake, and yeah. he's ready to cause a ruckus. Let's go, baby. He that's is cool. ready to cause kinda a knew, ruckus. Kind of knew it was coming, too, but that's nice. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Enough, yeah. That's finally like the let's fucking go. Yeah, man. exactly, exactly. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, but then our actual closing scene, which that wasn't it, but the actual closing scene I thought was really cool. We go to the Southlands, but now we see Adar. We see the old guy whose name I can never remember, so I just call him the old guy. Yep. All the orcs, you know what I'm saying? They're walking through this fucking red, barren wasteland of death, basically. They're all chanting for Adar, you know what I mean? New king of the Southlands. And then Adar's going to go, no. That name, that place is dead. The Southlands, that place doesn't even exist no more. Yep. And then they go, well, what do you think we should name it? And he doesn't say it himself, but the camera just kind of drifts out and shows all the Southlands. Mount Doom in the background. And it fucking changes from Southlands to Mordor Yeah, on the fucking top. And I was I like, like, that was fucking sick. Like the other, uh, that same guy, Nerd of the Rings there, was saying he thought it would have been cool if they like did it on the map. Like, you know, they've been doing some of the maps they'll shoot when they were doing a little hard. Yeah, 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 like the migration. He's saying it would have been a cool way for them to do it, too, is if they had, had bounced it out and done it on, like, a map like that. And, like, the Southlands go away and you see Mount. Right, right, right. I got you. But, no, I agree. That was that was a cool way to I thought that was wicked cool. Yeah, 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 I thought that was wicked cool. I loved it. Because we obviously already knew that that's what it was going to be and shit. Right, right. To do so, it like that, I thought it was switch awesome. it, yeah. But, uh, good episode. Good penultimate episode. I thought it set up for a, a finale. We have a lot of questions to answer. We're going to see what's going to be answered, what they're going to save for season two. I don't expect too much. Um, uh, I don't expect much of a battle or anything like that. Too much of an action sequence in this in this finale. I don't, I don't expect think. much of a battle. I think uh, I think we may get some answers as far as what Calabrimbor has been building because we did see a little bit of a glimpse. Um, At the forge. Yeah, like the big whatever the fuck he's building, big yep. forge, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what what he's building it for? I think we'll probably get some answers on that. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, hopefully we finally get a reveal of of Sauron. Sauron. Yeah. yeah, that's I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's I think that's one thing I would bet on that we will get. Yeah, is I, w- I wouldn't hate like something. a big Mordor sort of focused episode because I mean that'd be awesome. That'd like be sick. Galadriel's going and kind of doing her thing. They're going. She's going to see the elves and everything. So like the, like you said, there's not going to be much battle in there. Like the Numenorians, I'm not really too sure what they're going to have to touch upon going back to Numenor. You know, they might have a full scale like revolt on their hands when they get back. That's home. true. That's you true. already had that place was already split in half, and now these people are going to return with so many dead. The queen's blind. Queen's blind. They. Yeah. Uh, gonna be like when you want to go back when you fucking high that's gonna set up a good little season two though with uh yeah al farazan and yeah uh, he's gonna take that place yeah yeah. you know it's just so it's just a matter of time yeah it's just a matter of time uh but i would say it's strong episode no we like that one. Yeah, I would say. I mean, the oh, one. Seth, before, I keep fucking thinking Seth didn't see this one. The one, uh, the one previous, I'd say, was definitely my favorite. I know Seth saw that one where Mount yeah. Doom yeah. explodes. So, that yeah, that yeah. was definitely my favorite. But yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. Thought it was well done. I think we've got uh, some stuff to kind of tie up in the last episode and uh, setting it up for a good season two. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm wait. I can't wait to see what the fucking budget's going to be for season two. Oh, <laughs> Bezos got the money, so <laughs> I don't true. think that. I don't think that that a bank account's slowing down anytime yeah, exactly. soon. Yeah, If anything, shh, pump those numbers up at this show. You know, show out a few more bucks. Maybe. 
We're going to need to get some more chatter going on if we're going to get more bucks. I don't know, man. The social media, even like the social media presence for the show is non-existent, I feel like. Every time I go to my phone, if I, I open see- anything, I see House of the Dragon. House yeah, of Dragon, it's all House, House of, of Dragons, Dragon, Dragon. but I, I feel like House of Dragons, that's only because, like, I don't know, Game of Thrones now has turned into such a, like, a pop monster. culture. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I feel like towards the end of those seasons, it was just like, they were celebrities and taking part in the show, <laughs> like cameos. So, like, I, I just think... You know, I think Lord of the Rings, for someone who's never seen it, it's like, you're not, you're like, oh, Lord of the Rings, like, it's for Right, yeah, But it's like yeah. sort of the same sort of, Definitely, you know, it's, it's very same, much in the, the same, same realm. Stuff. It's yeah, George R.R. Martin's, like, the, like, he got all of his inspiration from Tolkien. From Tolkien, exactly. <laughs> all exactly. of, like, everything that he did is because of Tolkien. <laughs> hey, well, Throne, Thrones 2 is kind of a lot more fresh on, it was only, like, you know, what, four or five years ago? When Thrones was that's out, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah fresh no, on it has been a lot. Yeah, yeah, right. Looking at what, well, because they keep saying years, Tolkien's so. uh, estate doesn't want to do anything. Like they get Dude, scared. Did you? Those see? people are unpleasable. They have, don't want. They don't want anything. Have you seen the? There was a report this week that Netflix pitched <laughs> redoing like the, the Lord of the Rings. I saw that. As, like a series, and they were like, I saw yeah, that. Those people are unpleasable. Someone was saying that like they're gonna be pissed about Rings of Power and how it came out, even though they greenlit it and like reviewed probably all the scripts. But yeah. like I don't know. I mean, you're sitting on a. You could just make so much money. Yeah, you could make so much money yeah, off what's that. The but yeah, exactly. Those people are unpleasant. Like they don't like you. You know, they, I think that's an expression. Like, what do you give to the person who wants nothing or has everything? Kind of thing. They don't like. They don't want new readers. They don't want more fans. They don't want more. They don't care about anything. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't think they it's do. fucking wild. Yeah, it's the craziest I mean, thing. It sucks because you know I think they're doing a pretty damn good job of the show right now and more content. I would I'd be more than happy with more content. You yeah, know? I hear you. Uh, but let's keep it rolling here because we're actually we're already running running pretty fucking long. So let's keep it moving here. Let's dive into House of the Dragon this week, shall we? Let's do it. House of the Dragon episode eight. We got two episodes left. Uh, this one was called The Lord of the Tides. And I got to be honest, I'm going to say this right off the gate. I have I've liked every single episode of this season. I love this season. I'm thoroughly <coughs> enjoying it. I no bad things to say about it. I did see, however, though, that this episode was ranked the highest rated on IMBD. I saw that my girlfriend, who was complaining about the show a lot and saying that it's been boring a lot, loved this week's episode. I saw all the people say that this was their favorite episode. This was my least favorite episode of the season. Wow, I'm shocked by that. Yeah, this was my, I, I my least favorite the, episode of the season. I side on the. I don't know if it was my absolute favorite, but I side on it as like top two, top three favorite episodes. Yeah, people and loved it. I gotta, I gotta look in the camera when I said, Viserys, I was very, very hard on you this whole season, and rightfully so. I'm not saying that I was wrong. I don't think that, you know, you you were a lot of the reason for this. But Viserys, you had a awesome episode and he a did. fantastic send off. And like that's why I think it was my favorite episode. I thought he like I thought he just had a like it was awesome. Good episode. Perfect send off for him. It was awesome. I don't think you're wrong about any of that. I I wouldn't disagree with anything that you just said. I do think it was a good send off. I just feel like this episode did the least as far as A moving characters forward and then B like the oh fuck moments. This this one obviously has one big oh fuck moment. See, yeah, I thought there were numerous oh fuck moments. Really? Like oh, there was man. there was one that was another one that was like, oh my god! Like I was like mouth dropped when it happened. All right, well we're gonna get to it. I, I can't. I'm very curious. To see and what there that a is. couple little like hidden like hidden things too that I was kind of picking up on a little bit. 
So okay. we'll see, like, when you break like it down. I like that, Rogers. I like that. to catch up on. All right. We had yeah. another Helena scene. Like, Helena said another thing that was important, so. Helena Ooh, cracked me up shit. in this episode, actually. When she just this... straight up just, like, bashed Aegon, I thought that was very funny. Yeah. She was like, yeah, my husband doesn't pay any fucking attention to me at all. He's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, word. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, what were your thoughts on this week's? What, where did you, uh, uh, how do you feel? I mean, I didn't hate it. It wasn't like, I wasn't like you said. I wasn't really blown away by the episode. But I, I think I agree with Seth in that I, I liked uh, Viserys' sort of send-off. You know yeah. what I mean? I like how he, uh, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say he like went and redeemed himself. But he like sort of, I don't know, he... Uh, he like tied all the loose ends, I guess. In, he in had his one eyes. big redemption scene. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what scene you're talking about. Might have been one of my favorite scenes of the whole season yeah, so far. Yeah. Um, I know what, um, they did too. It, the um, the actor. The, I never watched that beyond the scenes, behind the scenes thing. Yeah, the HBO thing. Yeah, yeah. And I finally watched this one, and I think the actor that portrayed Viserys hit the nail on the head. He said that Viserys was too good of a person to be. The king. king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and agree. I think, and like, I didn't think of it like that yeah. until he said that, and I was like, Definitely. "Oh yeah, man, yeah. like that's that's what I was thinking this whole entire season." Is yeah, that he was just too good of a human being to be the king. Always yeah. just so trying like, to avoid conflict. Always yeah. trying to like bring everyone just together. The way he said didn't it, really just have like, that sort of. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is a good way to put it. Yeah. If you're like a good, if you're a ruler and everybody loves you, you're doing something wrong. Kind yeah. of a thing. Still, you know what I mean? Uh, really. Actually, I have another battery. I can always switch into it real quick, too. That's just weird, though. It should be fucking charged. <coughs> it usually goes up. It is? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's fine. Let me, uh... All right. So let's fucking... All right, we're going to pray for the best, I guess. And then, like I said, I have, another, <laughs> I have another battery that I can switch into it real quick, but I'm not going to do that unless it dies, especially because Seth just checked it to make sure. That makes no sense, though. That thing always goes up when we're charging. So those GoPro batteries, Coach. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but let's just dive into this fucking thing, shall we? We're going to open up. We're going to see that we're going to have another six-year time jump. We're going to have another fucking time jump, which actually I lied. Before we dive into things, that was one of the other things that really bothered me this week. I've had no problem with these interchanging of actors and actresses because I thought they've all worked and shit. This week was the first time where I was just like, what the fuck happened? Like, why is nothing making sense the kids a little bit longer? Yeah. It wasn't the switch. No, no, no. It wasn't the switching out. I was con- like, all right. So last week we left and we got Aegon's older than Aemon, obviously. And then Jace seems like he's... In the middle of them two, unless I'm mistaken, but that's kind of how I interpreted it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, this week, fucking the kid that's playing Amon looks like he's fucking yeah, 38 years old, dude. Yeah. Like this dude looks older than his fucking mom. All of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Renera's kids, Jason, Luke, <coughs> look like they didn't age at all. Yeah. Not that they look the same. Yeah. And they're puny as shit, yeah. which I don't get because their dad's supposed to be Lord Strong. He's the strongest man in the kingdoms. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why are they these puny-ass kids? I don't know. The whole thing was kind of weird. Targaryens are kind of small, though, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing to me was just weird. because, Like I said, I don't know. Aemon looked like he aged so much. Yeah, Aegon looks like he just started shit. doing crack. I don't know. <laughs> the fucking whole thing just felt fucking weird to me. I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, let's dive in. Six-year time jump. We're going to open up. Princess Rainey's. she's asking about her husband, Lord Corliss. We're at, we're at Driftmark. Turns out Lord Corliss took a fucking pretty bad, uh, you know, wound on the Stepstones. 
She's asking how he's doing, basically. The uncle's there. He's saying that the fucking wound's not the biggest problem. The fever is the biggest issue that it looks like he's not doing very good. And he, he might die. And right away, he's kind of, oh, man, that thing is going to fucking die. All right, before we dive into this, let me switch up the battery fucking now. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you need anything... It, could be, any, it couldn't be any more plugged in, too. Now would be the This TV timeout is brought to you by Bud Light and Sogs. Yeah. Where a sponsor, a sponsor would be nice. Hmm. I'll just read a sponsor sheet right here, and it's like, yeah, well, we have a minute. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. These friggin' GoPros, they're friggin' cool, but when they're giving us as many issues as they've been giving us, man, it's problematic. You gotta unscrew 50 things. Dang, 92%. How do you like me now? You know what would be actually really funny? Is if right now what we should do is we should go to the movie theaters and basically just do the trivia questions. But trivia questions are a little worse. Who is the blackjack dealer in Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> <laughs> like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of there thing. Yeah, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That would work. That would work good. Sorry about that, guys. All right. So, like we were saying, Rainey's upset, husband, bad shape, fever, wound, uncle, <coughs> he's here. And basically, he right away is going to stop fucking basically talking about the throne. The Driftmark throne. Not the Iron Throne. The Driftmark throne. Yep. Who's going to inherit this fucking thing? And Rainey's like, well, what are you talking about? Like, we already have this whole shit established. Rainara and Leno's eldest son, Luceris. Right now, he actually, no, I'm sorry. Second son. Oldest one. He's thrown. Correct. Second one. Lucerius in line. Driftmark. He's not going to say it right away, but he's going to start hitting that this kid's fucking validity to the throne is not real. He's going to be like, this kid, nah, I don't know if he's got the same true blood of the Valerians that I have. I'm his real brother. This should be my fucking throne. And basically, she's going to be like, hey, like, you better watch yourself because if my brother was, if my like, the king was here, you'd be in bad shape. That's treason. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um... And then the uncle's going to kind of be like, well, you know, lay down his side of things. He's like, I think the fucking throne's going to support me. And she's like, well, we'll see what my, the king has to say about that. And he's like, well, the king doesn't rule. The queen rules now. I was super confused. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, that means that. Right away, I was just like, king, king ain't doing good. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. We've been treading in this direction for a while now. Yep. 
King must really not be doing good. The fact that we were all talking about him making the 10-year time jump, and he somehow survived that, and now he's made it another he's made six yeah. three time jumps. Time right? jump. We thought he was going to die in that, that horse carriage. At, <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of last week, yeah. he was going to die in that horse carriage. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's now we're we'll, we'll jumping another years. six years. Yeah. Six more years. Good for him. No shit. Good for him. But right away, we're going to kind of get the hint to start this episode that Allison's got a lot more power wielding than she's had previously to this. That's kind of the first hint of our episode. We're going to go to a quick little scene that I thought was very cool. We're going to see Damon. He's literally traversing through a fucking mountainous canyon. Oh, yeah. What that was awesome. What the fuck is he doing? That was and, awesome. Yeah, it was very cool, right? Yeah, that was Turns awesome. Turns out he's like on Dragonstone. He's basically climbing down into like the pit of the dragon pit. Yep. And he collects some fucking eggs from like the fucking rock that's mud, yeah. like all melted and shit. Just pulls it right out of Dragon nest. Yeah. Very fucking cool, though. Goes and claims the egg. Has to do it. Like I said, I didn't. I had no idea how this happened, but he has to like go fucking climb. Like I said, traverse this. Look dangerous. Yeah, you know I didn't know what the hell was going on in that scene at first. For real, yeah. yeah. Until you see someone coming down between. For real. Very cool, though. Um, he is going to get to, I don't even know what you want to call these guys, the dragon pit workers, the employees of the dragon pit, the guys who work with dragons. And basically, he's going to say, hey, fucking good bid. Cyrax had three eggs. We only saw one, but they had three. Like, oh, shit. We got nice three more dragon eggs hopefully they all pop you know what i'm saying yep um and then we see that they're gonna give damon a little a uh, little note a little scroll from a raven you know what i'm saying yes and they say that it's from his daughter we don't know what it says but we know it's from his daughter bela so all right probably about lord Callus, because that's what we just opened the episode with yep sure enough we're gonna go inside dragonstone we're gonna see that um Raynar is gonna basically enter this little chamber room and Jace is going to be working to speak high Valerian. And he's, you know, training up. Not doing too great, it seems like. Kind of working on it. Right now, I was like, you know, you're not going to learn it all at once. But he, I liked this because he was just like, yeah, but a king should, like, know the language of his people that he's ruling. And I was just like, word. Like, that's a good sign of a good rule. Yeah. He knows what's coming. Yeah. Exactly. He knows yeah. the responsibility that he has coming. Yeah. Like, that cut Joffrey would never. You know what I'm no. saying? Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. give a shit. Or the other yeah. one that was... Doing his thing out the window last week. Oh uh, yeah, Aegon. Yeah, yeah, for real. Doesn't for real. understand the yeah, like this gravity guy, of the situation. For real, this kid's ready to like be a serious ruler, do a good job. You know what I mean? Do yeah. things the right way. He people. clearly gets it. Um, Damon's gonna walk in. He's gonna show Rhaenyra the note. She's gonna read it, and it turns out, sure enough, it was basically saying exactly what we said. The uncle of the sea, uh, the brother of the sea snake. He is calling in the legitimacy of Rhaenyra's children. Basically saying that they don't think that they're real Valerians, that the Iron Throne shouldn't be fucking going to them, that it should go to him. And there's going to be a little meeting, basically, in, in King's Landing to the fucking discuss this. So Rhaenyra's like, all right, like off to King's Landing, let's go. Damon's ready to go. And we see Damon's going to place a little hand on her belly, and it turns out she's pregnant. Yes. So I was like, oh, fuck. I that makes it. sense now. That's why we went and got that dragon egg is because she got... You're pregnant. All right, we got. All right, word. I feel you. I love it. Oh yeah, I hear you. I, I love was it. losing. I was losing hope for the incest <laughs> early, early on in the season, and then you know, a couple couple events have happened, and then I was like, all right, we're back on track. Back. Yeah, for real. Um, so like I said, we're off the King's Landing. We see, uh, we see them on like no dragons actually. This one, we see just straight them on ship. They're gonna basically fucking arrive in King's Landing, and just like King Viserys when he got to the Driftmark and was just given no arrival at all, same thing. Rhaenyra, Damon, their kids, they show up. They're at King's Landing. There is nobody there, 
except for Lord Cresswell, who we've seen him a couple times earlier. Basically, very loyal to Reynara. Yeah, that was the guy that we saw in the stairway, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the first ones to congratulate her when she gave birth to her newest son. Joffrey, I think, was yes, it, right? Yes, right. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. And he was like, you know, if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. And she was like, there may come a day, Lord Cresswell, yeah, where I may, may need yet you. come a day. And sure enough, to, like they now they arrive here. They are six years later, and no one but him right away. He's the yeah. first one there. Like, it's so great to see you again, princess. Yada yada yada, kind of yeah, a thing. Little so. foreshadowing. This guy clearly, we know this guy's on our side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. We are gonna go to the high council, and before we even get to the high, before we even see that Allison is at the head of the table, because we're gonna see that King Viserys is nowhere to be seen at this high council meeting. Before we see that, though. We're going to see something new for this show. We're going to see the seven-pointed star shining bright, basically, in the high council chamber. And then, like I said, we're going to go down. We see Allison at the head of the table. She's now taking the place of King Viserys. He's too sick to even wield the high council. And what does she have dangling across her neck? The seven-pointed star as well. So the new gods are starting to take their grip on King's Landing, kind of like the way we know it in Game of Thrones, because obviously in Game of Thrones... The seven-pointed star, that's like the popping religion, you know what I mean? That's what we're all doing there. We haven't seen any of that at all. It seems like Targaryen customs are being kind of starting to throw out the window the second King Viserys is taking a back seat. And a second that Lord Allison's in here, we're kind of starting, like, how can we get some people to my cause? You know what I'm saying? I'm the queen now. I'm kind of taking over things. How can I draw some people to me? Great way to do it. Always through fucking religion. Always. If I go and I fucking claim the seven-pointed star and the new gods is my own, all of those followers, the church, everyone that follows that church, instantly get brought to me. Good way to see who's riding for you, too. We, yep. We literally saw Cersei do it with the fucking the High Sparrow. Obviously, it obviously ended up playing against her. It didn't work the way she wanted it to. But it's a it's a play. You know what I'm saying? It's a play. It sure is a fucking play. Um, we are going to see one of the King's God. I forget which one it is. It's the the one that commands it. The commander of the King's God. He's going to stroll Bald in. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Can't think of his name. He's going to stroll in. Uh, our guests have arrived. And fucking Otto, that fucking cunt twat. God, I fucking hate this guy. He just looks over right away and just goes, I assume our guests were welcomed with the the, like the, the position <laughs> yeah. they're stationed at. Probably. He's such a twat. Exactly. Yeah. And right away, the King's God just goes, exactly as you asked, like, you know, Lord Hand. And it's just yeah. like. So you commanded this shit. Like, you intentionally were trying to be a fucking dickhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? I fucking hate this guy. I fucking hate this guy. Then we see the entire council. They're going to start arguing about exactly what we've already been seeing. The uh, inheritancy of the Driftmark throne. Who's going to get it? There's some people on some different sides. These people are arguing this. These people are arguing that. And Allison is going to kind of take this as a moment to leave. She's like, all right, you know, you guys can keep bickering if you want. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go say hi to our guests because they just arrived. I got to do the queenly thing. You know what I mean? Got to maintain that rep. Yep. And as she's walking on out and heading on out the door, she gets stopped by a different member of the king's god. And he's like, uh, hey, my lady, I, I kind of need you. And she's like, hey, I'm busy right now. And he's like, nah, it, it has to do with the prince. Like, I need you right now. Right. So sure enough... Uh, that's where we're actually no I lied before we do that we're gonna do another scene first I'm sorry I lied before we get to that we're gonna see Reynara and Damon go visit the king first we're gonna see the king for the first time this episode now we've obviously been hinting the whole episode that he's doing real fucking bad can't make it to the high council we go into his bed chambers he is basically bedridden and he's got like a fucking bandage looking like Anakin Skywalker on fucking Mustafa <laughs> yeah that is that was <laughs> that is perfect burnt to a fucking that is perfect 
That is perfect. He's got the fucking wrap around his head and his eye. He's breathing like Anakin Skywalker yeah. and Mustafa. Wheezing. Actually, sounds like my cat Ramsey. <laughs> um, but Raynara and Damon are going to kind of wake him up. Hey, what's going on, King? Who is it? It's, you know, it's us. She's going to say, hey, I'm here with Damon. And he's like, Damon. Oh, yeah, 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 Damon. All right, I remember you. I, I got you. Damon's going to come over. He's going to right away kind of start telling him about the problems with the fucking Stepstones, with Lord Corliss and how he got stabbed, that they're here because we're going to be debating who's going to get the inheritance of the Driftmark throne kind of a thing. Yep. And the king's just like, the fucking Stepstones. Like, didn't we deal with that like fucking 50,000 years ago? <laughs> like, still? He's like, God, yeah, damn, still. Yeah, yeah, for real. Damon's like, for real. Yeah, look at me, yeah, man. Look Jesus. at me. Look at what the Stepstones have done to me. Oh, uh, man. Damon's, um, I'm sorry. So he's basically like going to be like, you know, Allison and Otto, they handle all that shit for me now. I don't deal with any of that. those affairs. And Damon's like, no, 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 no. That's why we're here. Like, we need you, bro. I know that we've been estranged, but, like, we need you to back Lucerys. Yeah. And then the king just goes, well, did, did something happen to Corliss? And it's just like, oh, Jesus, Lord have mercy. We are so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Lost. Pull it together, kid. Yeah, Come we're on. just like, oh, no. This guy doesn't know anything anymore. Reynard is going to be like, all right, you know what? Maybe this isn't the best time. Dad, I got some new kids I want to introduce you to. Turns out, Reynara's not just pregnant now with a kid with her and Damon. She's already got fucking two more. She's about to have a third. I love getting it. busy. Yeah, for real. They've been getting damn busy. She introduces another Aegon. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> and then uh, another Viserys. Named her after the king himself. Yep. Um... And then the king's all, you know, happy to see new grandchildren. But it's very funny because he's so horrifying to look at. The kids start, like, basically crying. creaming and scrying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, get me the fuck out of here. Scary. Uh, and then the king's going to basically be like, all right, you know, I, my bad. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm in pain kind of a thing. Yo, Damon, can you grab me that cup? And Damon's like, yeah, sure, you want this one? King pounds it down, hands it back to Damon. And Damon, right away, you just see, just, like, grabs it and just starts, like, sniffing the fuck out of it. Like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? this is, something's wrong here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, was, I noticed that. I was like, all right, I'm sure we're going to get something something to do with that, which we will. But we're going to go back. Like I was saying a second ago, though, Allison just called from the king's god. Hey, something's going on with the prince. So she's going to stroll in to not the prince's room. She's going to stroll into this different chamber. And there's just this blonde girl. She's sitting there. She's fucking crying. And the reason why she's crying is because of the prince. Turns out this prince that I was starting to turn tides on a little bit last week, that I was starting to come around on, I was thinking this guy might be kind of my guy. I'm back out on him. Raper, don't like rapes. No, we rapes out. are bad. We out on that. Firm stance, anti-rape podcast. Anti-rape. Firm stance, anti-rape podcast. Want it on record. Rape this girl. And fucking Allison... Again, actually, for the second time this episode, gonna remind me of Cersei, big time. Oh, I was gonna say massive vibes. Cersei, massive Cersei. Yeah. All right, yeah. In this. Yeah. Big like, time. I was scared for the girl. Yeah. Just because, like I said, the, the it was the comparison was right there. But she does the perfect job of like 
like comforting her and consoling her at first like oh i believe you like i'm so sorry this kind of thing happened and then she just flips it on her but also could expect her to get a knife and just fucking yeah for real yeah that's what i thought for real you know like oh but people could think that you were actually just trying to badmouth the king and you couldn't put yourself in that predicament so this would actually turn around and like blow up in your face and like probably shouldn't tell anybody about it right so the girl starting off she's like all right you know won't tell a soul Allison hands her a big old bag of gold. Here you go. Take this. Pays her off. And then this doesn't just give her that. We see for the second time this season, we're going to pop out the plan the plan B in Game of Thrones, the fucking T. Yes. To ensure we have no bastard children for Prince Aegon, we're going to give her the same T she gave Rhaenyra. Oh, not she gave Rhaenyra, but uh, the Maesters and the, the Maesters, king gave, yep. uh, gave Rhaenyra for her to drink uh, after the, the night with Damon. But that plan we B. sure was that? I was sure it was a way, like, do that's, we know that? Do we know that she survived? That's what I was wondering. Because doesn't later in the episode someone come in and say, uh, "Where's Hyanna or something?" And she's like the one that, like, I don't know, serves the boys or something. And then she gives that woman like a hug. Oh, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of took it as it was a, it was a potion to kill her. That's what I did too. Uh, I, I thought no, because didn't we just see? Because there's, there's a scene later in the episode where didn't we just see that in the posting though? I thought. I feel like me and you just saw that. Maybe I'm just What's crazy. That? I thought we just saw in the posting they talked about that scene and they were just like, I thought they said it was like, oh no, it was the it was the Plan B again. It could have been. I might not have been. Yeah, <laughs> we were watching, but I thought so. I was confused too. Like Seth was saying, because she drinks it, then she yeah. like whatever they the girl leaves or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then like a couple episodes later, I think it's not even. It might be the next scene where she's leaving uh, Aegon's room. Aegon's room after they have their talk, yeah. and the woman comes down and says, "Oh, have you seen Hayana or whatever? She like didn't show up this morning," and then she like gives that maid a hug, and then like that's. We don't hear anything about it anymore, and I was just like, "All right, so yeah. did they kill her, or did they feed her the oh, Plan I don't B?" Know. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to look into that. I think, I think Allison says, "Like, you know, this is to make sure that nothing happens." Right. And I thought, I thought that was yeah, I thought that was by a little... means of killing her. Oh, see, I thought that was the Plan well, B again. Yeah. I thought the it was too until that, that yeah, yeah, until yeah. that second scene where the woman comes in and says, "Like, oh, where's Hayana or something?" And then she, the, Allison, doesn't even say anything to her. She just runs over and like hugs her. And I was like, oh, all right. She didn't say, like, she didn't Hel- say- was it Helena? Was it, like, her daughter? No, nah, I don't think so. Right. They're looking for, like, one of the maids, all for right. sure. I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm going to have to look walk that back. I'm Not for sure. But, <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she's looking, she's, she's looking for the maid, I think. I'll have to go back and rewatch tonight. But that's sort of what I thought. I thought it was Di- going to be a Diana first. is her name. Diana, yes, right. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. I swore on the on that fucking after thing, the you know, like the post next week on Game of Thrones when they bring in the writers and shit. I swore that they fucking we just saw that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll have to we'll fact check it. But yeah, we will have to fact check it. Either way, she either fucking she's a dead uh we just killed the baby, but I don't know. Either way, tough scene in, 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 in total. And you can tell that this was the only difference though that I would say is when the scene ended. Allison looked like she didn't like doing what she did, whereas Cersei would have just walked out of there without even batting an eye. Allison looked this like uncomfortable with what she had to do. You know what I'm saying? Like she was upset. Like fuck, my son's a a real cockhead. <laughs> yeah, she knows it for sure. Yeah, she definitely she knows does. it. Uh, and that's what she's gonna go do. She's gonna go and confront him. She's gonna go into Aegon's quarters. Aegon is fast asleep. She's furious. She starts kind of fucking like, wake up, wake up. Rips the sheets off of him. 
And sure enough, he's like, yo, like, what? what? What the hell did I do? And she's like, yo, like, what happened with Diana? And this dickhead, after just raping a girl, just, just like, oh, it was just some harmless fun. She didn't need to go make a big deal out of it. And just like, dude, like, you are the worst. I was, like I said, I was coming around on you a little bit last week because I thought you were just the playful one who didn't want to rule. You yeah. just wanted to drink and party. But you can't be doing this shit. No. You can't be like, come she on. She gives man. him a good smack, too. She does. He deserves yeah, worse yeah, than yeah, that, yeah. but. Um, yeah, she mentions, like, on, on today of all days, which I have to imagine, like, I, I, I don't even know why. Because Reynara and Damon are here? Because of the, the trial? You know what I mean? I have no idea. I didn't oh, know either. Maybe just, like, something that is, like, they could use against them, I guess. Right. Because they, they're in town. Yeah, I don't know. That must be the only thing, yeah. Because he's going to ask the same question. He's like, well, like, what day is it? And she fucking belts him. And then yeah. she goes, you are no son of mine. And I was just like, wow, ouch. Yeah, was, she's tough. Yeah, no, no shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, that was ferocious. Um, and then she is going to leave that chamber, and then she's going to go enter a new chamber. Allison's going to stroll into Reynara and Damon's quarters, and she's going to kind of give them like a nice little fake welcome, like, oh, it's so nice to see you. It's been so long. And Damon right away doesn't waste any time, just like, oh, yeah, it's been so nice. It's been so long. Like, you couldn't send anyone down to, like, fucking greet us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe give us he a welcome. He was so funny, too. He like, just, like, sat down and, like, rolled his eyes as soon as yeah. he came in. Like, he was just like... Fuck this bitch. For real. I know you're fucking <laughs> Get, games, out Get out of here. I've been playing these games since before you were born, yeah. child. You know what I mean? Because you can tell that Damon still definitely looks at her like a child. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Doesn't give like any respect for her. I think that it was cool. They showed it too. They were like, oh, you know, this is the, you know, it's been the first time I've seen you in a while or something. And they pan right to Renera's arm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Covers that up real quick. She doesn't want to give any weakness away. Um, but like I said, Damon's going to kind of call her out. She's like, yeah, well, you know, there's things going on. The king's condition's worse, and I have a lot to handle. And then that's when fucking Damon again is going to just, again, just be like, all right, yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. What the fuck is going on? Because you guys are just just driving milk of the poppy, apparently, down my brother's throat. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know who I am. He forgot what happened to Lord Colas 30 seconds after I told him. Doping him up. Yeah, for real. Like, he had fucking skin issues and shit. He was rotting away. His brain wasn't deteriorating rapidly the last time I saw him. Something's fucking going wrong. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, oh, yeah, fucking, uh, well, you know, he's real sick and I'm just doing it to take the pain away. And then he's like, okay, fine. I'll triple down. If that's the case, why have all of like the Targaryen customs been removed from every place in, in the Red Keep? And why are there fucking seven-pointed stars all over the place? Yep. So it's like Damon just pointing out thing after thing after thing that clearly the high towers are just changing and trying to fucking take over King's Landing little yeah. by fucking little. You know what I'm that's saying? It. You can just tell Allison's really starting to... F- She's digging in now, man. At first, she was slow to the game. She had to get some lessons from dad and try to figure out how things work, but she's starting to fucking play. Yep. Um, but she uh, she's going to remind them that the reason that they're here is for the Driftmark Throne trial. It's going to be happening tomorrow, and she kind of says, hey, like, you know, don't worry about all the accusations you just throw my way. Me and my dad are going to be the ones that are going to be basically playing judge, and, you know, we'll, we'll be straight up about it. And just like, fuck. <laughs> Where... We're fucked. Yeah. We're in bad. We're in a bad, bad spot here. We're yeah. in trouble. You know what I mean? If if her and Otto are a fucking our judge, jury, and executioner, we're both dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, from there, we're gonna go to one of the coolest scenes in this episode. We're gonna go down to the training grounds, 
And right now, our two boys, Jason, Luke, they've uh, we've seen them training in this, you know, previously a few years ago. Now they've been in Dragonstone, so they're kind of taking a little look around the place, you know, reminiscing kind of. Yeah, a little walk down memory lane. Yeah. And Luke's finally starting to catch on. We see uh, as Jace already has. Luke's gonna be like, "Hey, you know, everyone's everyone's looking at me." And Jace is like, "Who gives a fuck? Doesn't matter." You know what I mean? And right. Luke's like, "Well, everyone wouldn't be looking at me if I looked more like fucking Lair, uh, Lainor instead of you know Sir Strong." Right. So he's clearly starting to catch on to his inheritance. But like you know, Jace kind of says, "Just fuck it. Doesn't fuck matter. Em. They can't prove it. exactly. Yeah, exactly. They can't prove shit." Uh, and we're gonna see uh, Sir Kristen Cole. And he is going to be fucking dueling with fucking Eyepatch Amon, man. Fucking 38-year-old Amon, older than his mother, brother, aunt, sister. Kid's got a dragon now. He aged 45 years overnight. And boy, can he fucking fight. Yeah, he's kind of he a badass. Fucking, he can, yeah, he is kind of a badass. It's like Damon. He just he, reminded me of Damon the whole time. Big time like, Damon. It, was just like, it yeah. looks like a mini Damon, sort of. Well, not yeah. even a mini Damon. Same the eye patch is a mean look. It is. With the scar underneath it, too. Still, like, all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a mean look. Yeah. Uh, they're going to duel. He's going to get the best of Cole. He's going to basically hold him at sword point. Cole's like, you know, good job, Prince. You're going to be winning tournaments in no time. Right away, snap Cole. I don't give a fuck about tournaments. Yeah, so I, I like that. Oh, Jesus. We're all screwed. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're all fucked. Y'all are fucked. <laughs> and fucking, mind you, this kid, like we said, obviously Patch has a one eye. He was dueling Sir Christian Cole, who is a member of the King's Guard. So you think it's a fucking, a legitimate fight. And somehow, someway, with his one eye, he was able to peripheral vision or whatever. Because as soon as the battle ends, he's just like, nephews, you guys hit a train? I was just like. How the fuck do you see that? Yeah, that was pretty cool. This guy's too. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, how the fuck awesome. do you see them, yo? Yeah, hey. That was fucking pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I, even though he looks old as shit, I was like, oh man, this kid, this kid is gonna be a problem. And we see uh, that the Sea Snake's uncle, uh, I'm sorry, I keep calling him the uncle. Sea Snake's brother has arrived in King's Landing. And they come marching through the training ground. He arrives and he goes right up. To Alice, uh, to Otto and Allison, some kind of a you know little council meeting kind of chamber thing, and they're kind of discussing the air to drift mark, and it seems like they're kind of doing a little behind the door deal, sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Like, why you guys shouldn't you shouldn't be talking to the judge behind closed doors the day before the trial? No. And he's like, you know, hey, if you know, if you pick the right guy, drift mark, they might be in your in your debt. You know, going forward in case things go awry, you might need someone control of the tides. You might you might need a you know a nice ally. So, if you have to bribe like that, you're not worthy. For real. You ain't worthy. <laughs> yeah. You ain't worthy. Damon's been on this guy from the jump. The first time we got right. introduced to this guy, not even actually just Damon, uh, Lenor. Lenor was just a kid, remember? Yeah. In that scene, he was only like, you know, 17 years old, and he was just like, Uncle, all you do is fucking talk. Shut up. Damon's right. been out here scrapping yeah. with us. Just you know the classic, mean? oh, my, I have the same last name, so therefore I'm entitled yeah. to the same yeah. name once something happens. For real. Um, from there, we're going to go to an interesting conversation. We're going to go back to the Weirwood Trees in King's Landing, which I finally checked it because I fucking knew I read this when I was reading fucking like Game of Thrones and stuff. There is no Weirwood Tree in King's Landing. It's It was torn up like fucking years ago along the rest of them. So the fact that there's like a Weirwood Tree in like so many scenes in this show is so weird to me because like it has to serve some sort of a purpose. There's been countless conversations, and they're all mostly, for the most part, secretive ones. It's like Allison and Clubfoot, or Rhaenyra and Damon when he first gets to King's Landing, and they're like young. Yep. It's always big conversations that are happening in front of this tree, <laughs> and I don't understand necessarily why, because it technically shouldn't be there. 
And we also know for a fact that the Three-Eyed Raven's number one go-to move to look through things, to watch visions, is, is the, the tree. wearing trees. So I'm not sure if it keeps doing that intentionally for something, but it's just something I keep noticing. I mean, I'd love to go down that rabbit you know hole. He's, but... You know he's the grandson of Rhaenyra's and Damon. I saw that. The Three-Eyed Raven? Yeah. I the three-eyed raven is the what? grandson of grandson. Damon and Rhaenyra. The Targaryen one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The blood raven they call him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll say that's kind of what I was talking about because that's how you know. That's how I knew about him. Like the the werewolves in the book is because they tore all of them down, kind of because they were like a sign of religion, basically. They're like. Ruin these people's motivation. They tore up all of these trees to get rid of them. They also thought that there might be also some ma- possible magical ties to them, which of course there is. So they like, removed them all. And now, like I said, the fact that there's this one in King's Landing is weird to me because I don't think it's supposed to be there. I think it's already supposed to be gone. Because if it's not, I mean, it's supposed to be torn down after this. And I can't think of any reason why it would be torn down after this. You know what I'm saying? The Targaryens weren't really about like removing old customs and shit. Right, right. It's weird. I don't know. But regardless, Rainies and Raynara gonna have a little conversation. We haven't seen too much of these girls together on screen. Raynara's gonna kind of be like, you know, what are you here for? Are you here to help me or are you here to hurt me? Because you can easily do either one. Right. And Rainies is gonna kind of question her, like, well, what the fuck happened with my son? You know what I mean? And Raynara's gonna just fucking do what she's done a couple times and just lie right through her teeth. And she's gonna go, I had nothing to do with your son in any way. I didn't order it. I had nothing to do with it. I'm fucking innocent in all this. And then she's going to offer her a pretty good deal on top of that, which is always a good way to bring people to believe your side after that. She's going to say, hey, why don't we fucking marry off? Why don't I give you both my sons, Jace and Lucerus? You got two granddaughters from Damon, Bela, and Reyna. Let's marry all these kids off. Two of them will rule the Driftmont. Two of them will rule the Iron Throne. Not as good a deal as you're going to get. I would agree. Rainies seems pretty desperate of you. Raynar, right away, what the fuck does that matter? Is it like, which is a great call, which right away I'm like, great point. Yeah. Is it desperate? Sure, maybe. Is it a good deal? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Do you now get your grandkids on the Iron Throne and the Driftmon Throne? Like, who cares if it's desperate? If it's best for all parties, then let's fucking dance. You know what I mean? That's it. And uh, then Rainese gives a pretty good line where she says, Tomorrow, uh, the High Towers land their first blow. And I have to stand alone. And I was just kind of like, well, that's weird. Why do you have to stand alone? You were just offered basically an alliance, a, a hand, you know what I'm saying? A, a grasping hand to hold on to and help you through this. Why are you saying you have to stand through it alone? Right. Weird. I guess it's probably because she just thinks that with Allison and Otto as the judge, it doesn't matter who's on her side, what alliances she has. The backs are... It's already yeah. the decision's you know, basically exactly. already made. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how this is going to fall. That's how I ran into it. I would imagine so, especially with the high towers land, the first blow kind of a thing. It's like we already know how this is going to end. They're going right. to take the Driftmark thrown away from us. They're going to tie up this alliance with the sea, the new sea snake, and we might have some issues. But I liked that line, regardless of the whole thing. Tomorrow, the high towers land, the first blow, and I must stand alone. Um. We're going to go to another meeting, the second meeting of Rainara and Viserys. Rainara realizing she's got she's in some trouble. The High Towers are going to probably steal her claim from her son from her. Yep. And she's going to go and ask if the king still believes in this tale that he told her, the Song of Ice and Fire. And the king is kind of just like, "Huh? What the, the Song of Ice and Fire?" And yeah, yeah, Aegon, I know what you're talking about. And she's like, "Well, if you fucking believe it, 
then when you named me heir, you fucked up because you literally, you want us to unite the realm to stand together. You caused a direct fucking split down the middle when you named me heir. Right. And you can tell she's starting to have some second thoughts for the first time. Like, I don't know if I want to fucking do all yeah, this shit. You know what I mean? on the throne. First time, for sure. And then the king, I don't know if it's the milk of the poppy or what, he's going to do a fucking weird thing where he's going to go, Rainara, and she kind of looks up. She's like crying. He goes, my only child. And I was just like, hmm. That's interesting. You just you just completely forget about the, the three children that you have with Allison entirely. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about Allison. <laughs> Did you just like black them out? You know what I'm saying? But as soon as he says that, she just goes like, "All right, like if I'm your only child and you want me to be the heir and you want me to unite the kingdoms and you believe in this song," then she's like, "I need you to defend me tomorrow. I need you to be there tomorrow. Come on, old man. If this is the Come last, on. yeah. If this is the last fight you got, I need you to ride with me tomorrow. That's it." So we skip the, uh, we go overnight now, we go to the morning, and we see, we open up with the king and Otto, and the king is being tended to by an army of healers, got like 15 doctors, he is so skinny, he looks fucking awful, like he's about to just break off, like a limb's just gonna detach, (laughs) and he's gonna say to Otto, hey, I wanna, I wanna do a family dinner tonight. I want to get everybody together. The family's all in town. They've been at Dragonstone. Everyone's always off. I want to get everybody together on the one roof. And Otto right away is just like, uh, yeah, all right, sure. Let's get some milk of the poppy over here for this guy. Lots of milk of the poppy. It. Yeah. This guy's losing it over there. Yeah, this guy's, he's making too much sense. Talking he's crazy. making sense. Get him some milk of the poppy. Make him milk of the poppy. And uh, the king's like, the king sees through it. Finally, the king's like, no, 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 I ain't fucking going to be delusional today. No milk of the poppy for me. I'm going into this shit stone sober. Just call the fucking dinner like I told you to, all right? You're my hand. Do what I told you to do. And Otto's probably like, fuck, I got to have a long day. And then we go to the best scene in the show. I would have to imagine the best scene of the episode. One of the best scenes of the show so far, like you mentioned earlier. One of my favorites, personally. Hard, hard to disagree. This one was awesome. Well, this episode didn't kill it for me. This episode was pretty amazing. We go to the throne room. It's, you know, trial day. We're going to find out who's going to be the uh, the succession line for the Driftmark throne. We have uh, Otto on the throne himself. Allison's kind of just standing right off next to him. So we have our two, ju- uh, yeah, our two judges, basically. King Viserys, nowhere to be seen. We got the Sea Snake's brother. And then we got Raynar, Damon, and then the kids. Yep. Sea Snake's going to go first. Going to, you know, basically, without saying it, my bloodline's pure. This one's fucked up. Now, without coming straight out, you know, hinting at it, kind of. And uh, Raynara's going to, like, go, yo, like, what do you mean, yo, bloodline's pure? So are my boys, you know what I'm saying? They're fucking pure, too. And if you really were so about your blood, you wouldn't be trying to take it away from your blood. Right. Sure enough, he's just like, yeah, all right, dude. Like, kind of brushes her off. Like, you, you ain't no family of mine. Yeah. Thing, you know? Then... All right, Raynara's turn. Let's get Raynara to take her her turn to make her speech. And right as she's about to fucking start, stop, fucking king. John Cena's theme song plays. For real. (laughs) The Undertaker or something. (laughs) I like that. A fucking Cena music hits. And fucking we announced King Viserys, you know, first. And this is also something that they did different too. They haven't announced this too, along with the the seven-point star. They announced him as... Ruler of the Roinar, the Andals, and the First Men, which is something new, too, that they've done. Obviously, we've seen that in Thrones. It's something that's going to be the regular part, but it's okay. the first time they've done that in this show. They've changed up basically like the titling and shit like that and how they look at Westeros as a whole, All right. which I thought was interesting. Did not pick up on that. Yeah. But uh, the king's going to start fucking basically start strolling in. He's got an awesome fucking mask on. 
Wicked. Yeah, I love yeah. Phantom that. of the Opera. Looking Phantom yeah. of the Opera. Good gold. Cool. Gold, yeah. though. Yeah. Wicked cool. Didn't think of that one. Fucking sick-ass mask. He's kind of just like gimping along. He's making his way all the way to the throne. Allison and Otto both have a look like fuck off on their face. Like yeah. The way Otto playing. gets up immediately from the throne. Too. Like he's like, oh, 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 I shouldn't be sitting here, dude. Oh. For real, yeah. Like he got a shot off. Just right fucking concerned too. Just like fuck, yeah. Um, as Viserys starts making his way right to the fucking stairs, you can tell he's really struggling, breathing, having a hard time, gimping along. One of the king's god goes to fucking help him to give him a hand, and he's just like, nah, fuck off. I can do it myself. And I was just like, I love that word. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That Setting was good. the tone for the yeah, yeah like. Yeah. It's his last stand. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was it. And then uh, the next part is I found out today or yesterday, I can't remember, was a total accident. Yeah, unscripted. Unscripted, yeah. Yeah, so the, the crown thing. The crown yeah. falls off, and Matt Hill took it upon himself to pick up the crown and help King Viserys to the throne. And it turns out that that wasn't in the script, that it just accidentally fell off his head. And you Matt dropped Smith, this kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That I do, that. too. I like I that they kept awesome. it in there. I, I was going to say, I think it's awesome that just, like, just no one stopped. Yeah. That Matt Smith didn't just, like, laugh and make a joke. Or King Viserys didn't laugh and make a joke yeah. and pick up his crown. And that camera didn't stop rolling. That yeah, everybody no. just stayed in character. And they just continued to roll with it. And then after looking at all these takes, which I'm sure they got the right one that they wanted, they were like, nah, like, fuck those. This, this one. This is the one, yeah. Yeah. The nah, that was, that was a good scene. Real yeah. good scene. Yeah. And he, he remembers that it's his brother. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's the reason why he's helping him, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like yep. when uh, Otto's kind of trying to help him too when he says uh, or he's maybe not trying to help him but he's walking down and he looks at him and he awesome just says I'll, I'll sit the throne today. I'll sit the throne today. Yeah, that was. That <laughs> was gangster. Totally. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll sit the throne today. And Otto's just like, Get the, get like, the fuck yeah, off, yeah, yeah, asshole. Fuck off my chair. <laughs> For real, yeah. This is my kingdom. <laughs> it was awesome. You were saying, um, I don't know if you're a brother. I know you've seen the movie, but then I swear to God, I don't know if they did this intentionally or if it was purely coincidence. But I shit you not, the way that Otto gets off that throne and like looks at the camera when the king's like coming in, he does the exact, exact same thing on a hell throne in Little Nicky. He like gets up and he's like turned <laughs> sideways and he like looks at the camera as little Nikki strolls yeah. in. It is, I swear, they are carbon copy images yeah. of each other. Um, but like we said, King Viserys, he's gonna sit the throne today. He sits down and he's like, "Why the fuck are we here? Like this is a this is a closed and this is an opening closed case. Like we already yeah. established this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He's like the only person we shouldn't even be listening to. No offense to my daughter, but we shouldn't even be listening to her or this guy." We should only be listening to my my cousin, the Princess Rainese. Cousin, you got anything to say? And she's just like, oh, fuck yeah, I do. Hell yeah. And she, like a gangsta-ass bitch, doesn't fucking take it upon herself to make her own decisions because she already voiced them to her husband because she had an opportunity to do so right here. She does it. She doubles down. She plays. She's a good wife. And she says, my husband always wanted this to go to Lenor's eldest son. He never changed his mind. That's what I want to, even though she had the conversation with Lord Corliss literally last week yeah. and said she wanted it to pass the Damon's girls. And Lord Corliss said no. 
She could have changed this whole thing. She's staying by her she fucking. She gets man. it though, and I, I think she just gets it. Like the thing about yeah. the throne True. too. Like she knows, yep. like they're never gonna let a woman rule. So at the end of the day, like maybe this could number one, I could help a woman who. Yep. I you know I didn't have help when I was going for the throne. I can help a woman now attain the throne, and in return, like she's gonna like you said, she's gonna help me out. Yep. You know, marry the marry the sons and the daughters. So I don't understand how this woman could not possibly see some of herself in Raynar. Between the names, the looks, I think the she fact does. that they're in the same position, she like, has you to. have to see. Yeah, I think she has. You to. have to see a smaller you in there that you should want to help. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. I agree. I think, don't get it. Oh, I think she does. I think though. so. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think, don't that's, how you I think that's part. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I think that's part of her making that decision. Like, I think their conversation. What was it? Episode two or th- one or two? I forget. Where they're both looking over the courtyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very like, yeah, like, like, two or three. Matter. Like, yep. I think her. Now she realizes, like, oh, I can, I can change things, whether it's for the good of Through me. Through me, or yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, for real, for real. Um, so the king's like, all right, perfect. Like, this is open and shut case. Like we said, it's going to stay exactly the way that we've said. Um, you know, Lucerus, you'll get Driftmark when you come of age. And then Rainese also says, by the way, Reynard offered me a marriage proposal yesterday from my two girls and her two boys. I accept. King's like, fuck yeah, hell yeah, more yeah. fucking family marriage. Let's go, baby. Perfect. This is perfect. Sea yeah. Snake's brother is absolutely fucking disgusted. And now he's not going to be so gentle with his words. He's going to stop fucking saying what he really feels. He's like, this is some fucking bullshit. Those kids are no nephews of mine. Look at those two kids. Your daughter, those kids, no, no, no. Those are Lord Strong's kids. Calls her a fucking whore. Calls the kids bastards. Bastards. Yeah, the way he said it. Like, just screamed it. You know, actually, I forgot. I shouldn't have fucking just dove right into that. But as he's he's working his way into it, before he drops, before he he goes as far as he can without saying bastards or whores, and then it goes to Damon just standing there, like the horniest kid in America, just like, say it. Fucking say it. I fucking dare you to fucking say it. Please say it. Please say it. Please say it. And sure enough, what does he do? He calls them the bastards and the whores. King Viserys gets up, fucking pulls his old ass up, pulls his dagger out, I'll have your tongue. Before he can even have him or a king's god make a move, Damon has pulled out his sword and just clean cuts through this dude's fucking head. Doesn't decapitate him because you can still see his yeah. bottom half of his mouth yeah, and so his cut tongue. Right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And he even says it. He goes, he can keep, keep his, his tongue. tongue. Yeah. Oh. This is straight up just old school Game of Thrones. Like my, I sat up from my seat, was like, oh my, yeah. like mouth dropped. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like kind of laughing because I was like, wow, this is so fucked, but so badass. Like, that was the first scene in the episode that I was just, like, yep. shot up from my yeah. seat. I was like, oh, my God. Now, that was the one I was referring to. That was yeah. my old fuck moment. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Especially because I said, the way it looked, like, you seen the clean cut. They mentioned how Valerian Steel cuts clean in this show. Yeah. It cut yeah. fucking clean, oh, dude. Yeah, clean that all later, too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, head boy, <clears throat> head clean, cut right off. Um so basically, you know, kind of ends. We have the succession. Lucerius is going to get it. King's weak. He's going to kind of head out. They're going to try to give him more milk of the poppy. And again, he's going to say, no, like, I want to stay clear today. Like kind of Seth said, he kind of get the feeling that this is kind of the last stand for the king. He wants his dinner and, and that's it. That's but right. He just wants his last family dinner and yeah, clear happens after that. Happens yeah. after that. Yep. He did his last, like, uh, his last kingly duty, if you want, you know what I'm right. saying? His last meeting, his last sitting yep. on the stand. Set that straight. Set that record straight. Yep. You know? Took care of his daughter. Took care of his brother. Now it's time to go have some food. You know what I mean? 
Uh, but we see real quickly, again, kind of like what you guys are just hinting at, we see the body of the, the sea snake's brother. And they, like, laid it out. The, the sisters are preparing it for, like, the funeral. The head is just, like, laying in two parts. So it's just like, that. Ah, it's fucking gnarly, dude. <laughs> the maester is talking to Rainey's, like, hey, you should look away. It's bad luck. Rainey's is just unbothered as shit. Like, you know. The, Doesn't I've she say that, too, earlier in, this, in the series? Like, she tells somebody, I forgot, that it's bad luck to look over the, like, look over the dead or something like that. I, I, I thought know. I thought I saw I heard that earlier in the season, so now it's kind of cool. That it's coming back full circle, and like she's just standing there looking over. Yeah, maybe I could. Be, yeah, it could be. She has. I'll tell you one thing. If there was one character I thought for sure was going to get more screen time on this show, it's without a doubt Rainey's. I thought she yeah. was going to be a bigger, essential role in this whole thing. Maybe she still will be. Maybe right. once the king's dead she's now, maybe she'll yeah. start to play a bigger role. Yeah. Um. I I, I thought she was definitely going to be a, a bigger part of this show. Uh, and now we gotta get to the other real big scene. That, that throne room scene was the, the first big one, and then I would say that now we're at the king's dinner feast, and then this is gonna be the kind of the other big scene here where things are really gonna kind of pop off. We have the whole family together. We're gonna toast to some new marriages now that Rainara and Rainice's kids are gonna be, you know, marrying off. We're gonna toast to the new Lord of the Tides. Uh, we see Aegon talking that shit fucking to uh, Jace. He's like, yeah, you finally get to sleep with the girl the now. Just like, dude, you fucking raped the girl this episode. Can you not, like, talk shit about, like, you know what I mean, having sex? Like, you scumbag. You were coming on people last week. Like, you're a scumbag. Um, the king's, you know, kind of saying how he's sad that the family's been quarreling for so long. He takes his mask off, and we see that. The reason why he's wearing this mask and the bandage that he was hiding earlier, his eye is straight fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, no eye. You can see into that thing, so, like, yeah. into the socket. Yeah. It's gnarly. It looks it was gross. Pretty nasty. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, you know, I want you guys to see me tonight. He's like, I don't want you guys to see me as the fucking king. I want you guys to see me for who I am. A father, a brother, a fucking husband, a grandsire, all of that. And he goes, this shit must come to an end because this is what's going to kill the Targaryen line. If the dragon eats itself, that's how this thing ends. We need to come together. This shit must end right now. If not for the throne, if not for the kingdoms, do it for me. Yeah. Do it for me, the guy who loves you. Do it for me. And right now, going to be the first one that steps up, and she's going to fucking raise a, raise a toast. She's going to say, hey, Allison, I know we've had our problems and shit, but no matter what, one thing I can't take against you is you have been a loyal fucking wife. You have been here for my dad. He has been rotting. You had sex with that gross, rotting flesh. <laughs> you let him impregnate you three times. Yeah. You have been a ride-or-die chick, and even though we've had some problems. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For real, yeah. Like, you love your children. Yeah. Yeah, we might have our differences, but good shit. You've done some good, you know what I mean? And uh, Allison... Same thing. She, you know, even though she she's out for herself a little bit more now, she still has love for the king. Maybe a little bit for Raynar somewhere real, real deep down inside from their childhood friendship. She's going to do the same thing. She's going to raise a toast of her own to Raynar and her family. Bridges amending. Everything seems like we'll be good. And then Allison says a real interesting line to me. She goes, you'll make a fine queen. And Otto fucking wrecking scratch. Like dog, like huh? What did you just say, bitch? You'll make a fine queen. Like, we're, we're in this game together. We're, what are you talking about? I thought you were just playing coy for the king. You, you serious? What are you talking about, girl? You can't be kidding. You got to be kidding me, right? Um, 
Then we see Aegon still doing more shit talk. Fucking <coughs> certified cunt. He goes like, what is he? Like, uh, he goes up to Jace's new soon-to-be wife, Bela, and he's like, uh, if you want to be satisfied kind of thing, like, come, yeah. come, come see me. I'll get you satisfied. You know what I mean? Jace, though, like a gangster. We saw him earlier in the show trying to be the kingly guy, learn high Valerian. Again, kingly guy, going to take the high road. Been getting shit talked this whole dinner. Raises a glass. Hey, Aegon, Aemon, I had some fond memories growing up. I hope we can be allies and friends down the road. You know what I mean? Just takes the high road, like shoves it right in his face kind of thing. Doesn't give him the reaction he wants. And then Helena, she's going to take the mic. She's going to go and basically make the best speech because it was two seconds long. And she's going to basically just say, my brother and husband's a weird fucking weirdo and he doesn't pay any attention to me. (laughs) She says says another weird thing before that, too. What was it? uh, She says, beware the beast beneath the boards. Where yes. the beast beneath it's, it's the one of those things that she like yeah, mumbles yeah, yeah. before Interesting. before talking. She says, yeah, yeah. But where the beast beneath the boards? Where the beast beneath Whatever that name means. Could be I don't know if that means like, you know, maybe a hidden dragon that nobody really knows yeah. about. That's but, an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, it's another one that a little quirk. She's always so she fucking weird, man. Uh, I thought that was funny though. Basically, just kind of shit talking Aegon. It's about time someone does it. And then Jace is like, "All right, you don't like your brother. I don't like your brother either. Let's go fucking dance." And we instantly see right away as they start dancing in this weirdest. I, I mean, I'm sure it's an orchestrated dance because they both knew the dance of the dragons, like, if you will. Yeah, I was like, "You two are weird. You two should have been. Y'all two should have been together because y'all both kind of weird. Y'all deserve each other. You know what I mean? Fucking weirdos. You guys would have been great together." Um. And this is a cute little thing because as they're dancing and no one's shit talking in this exact moment in time, the king kind of just drinks it all in. You see, we go to kind of King Viserys, pleasant music playing. And he's kind of just, like I said, drinking this moment in. He wanted this dinner. He's, like Seth said, I like that analogy. He's making his last stand. He's with his family for the last time. He's made his last plea to these people. And he's going to take the last look while everyone's still happy. And he's like, all right, I'm good. I'm going to go off the bed. Guys, get me the fuck out of here. And his team comes and carries him on off. And then as soon as he leaves, Amon's like, all right, I'm better than uh, my shithead brother. I'm not going to shit talk in front of the king, my dad. I'm going to wait till he leaves. He's going to get up. He's going to make a toast of his own to his two cousins, Jason and Luke. And basically just going to... Two strong boys who are just so, so strong, and I'm so proud of how strong you guys are, and way to be strong, you strong motherfuckers. Well, you know what, too? Remember, do you remember yeah. what uh, what they served on the table before he did that? No. It was a pig. The pig. And they were laughing at him, too. They put some dra- you know, dragon ears yep. Yep. on a yep. pig. So I thought that's why pig. I got pissed too at yeah, first because they put uh, a pig in front of him. Luke, looks Luke's like, like staring yeah. at the pig and him the whole time, laughing, and then he like cracks smirking, up, yeah. and then that's when he smacks the table and yep. does his cheers. Oh, see, I missed that. Yeah, that's a good so catch. I thought there was like a little jerk. Like I get what you're saying. Like it was. Um, it wasn't just like it his first instinct. Like exactly. It was. It was yeah. retaliation. Like, so like when you were saying like. What's the old uh, uh, Jace? Jace, like he, wa- I felt like he wanted to do something because he like got up and he got pissed and he went to go like grab him and then he just kind of pats him on the back and yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah, that was because yeah. like oh the king's still here so like, right right I'm gonna right, behave right, right, I'm gonna right. behave so he even gives him like that old punch yeah, to the shoulder little, so he's like I feel like him saying that is like like you were saying it's him like throwing it back in his face but he's like twisting the knife a little right then Helena talks some shit then he goes and takes Helena's hand and yeah. they start dancing so I felt like the whole time. Jace Great. Yeah, I felt like the whole time there was like that little like they were going back and forth, like they knew what they were doing, twisting the knife with each other, and yeah. then like the pig thing, he gets pissed because he knows like oh they're laughing about the pig thing, huh? That makes sense. I did miss that. I did miss. Even though that. he's riding the biggest dragon in the 
seven kingdoms. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And clearly now he's like a, a battle fucking tested, not tested, but he's, yeah, he's, he's got some skill with a blade. You know does, what I mean? For sure. <laughs> uh, but basically, fucking, like I said, the strong toast, you know what I mean? Aegon fucking doesn't even wait for Luke to do anything. I thought it was kind of funny. Aegon just being the bully is just like take Luke's head and just like dumps it into the bowl of soup. <laughs> that was hilarious. Just like, for no, like basically no reason. Uh, but then Jace is going to be the one that kind of confronts Aegon, hits him with a punch. Aegon being 45 years old, having man strength and being 50 years older than everybody else in the show, just shrugs it off. And then just like pushes Jay so easily down to the ground and I was just like was, aren't you guys supposed to be like I thought either Jay's supposed to be older than you or you're supposed to be the same age and now you just look like a man and he looks like a child <laughs> and you're just like pushing him away and making him look a little dick it looked like uh, the scene where he pushes him in the dragon pit I thought like when he gets his eye cut Oh, and they're yeah, like duking yeah, it out yeah, and they're kind of fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like tosses him to the side. He falls on his back. You know what I mean? It was just kinda... so fucking mentally falls. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. That, that was the only, that really bothered me this week. Was I didn't dislike the Avon kid. I thought he was badass, but it was just like, dude, you're like, you're, you're too old. Like, you're supposed to be like 15. You're yeah, like, he looked old. 40, dude. He just reminded me of Damon the whole time. Wicked bad. All I could think of was like, all right, this could be Damon's brother, like his twin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but like I said, he's gonna kind of push him off, and then the the girls, Alice and Raynard, are gonna kind of like, all right, send the boys to your room. Like, all right, everyone go to bed. Like, it's enough of that. No more fighting. But as Eamon kind of walks out after pushing Jason, kind of talking a little shit, he's gonna kind of stop for a second and kind of looks at Damon and almost sizes him up. <laughs> and Damon just Maybe. like smirks, just like, dude, you bet you wish you could, dude. Like, I don't know when this is gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna oh, happen. Yeah, 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 those, the yeah, yeah exactly. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And the funniest thing is, is like, the, like I said, the girls escort the boys to bed. Like, guys, go to your beds. But obviously, Damon's doesn't not one of the boys doesn't have to leave. But like yeah. I said, after he sits sized up, he just smirks and he just like follows them out. Anytime, baby. Yeah, and anytime. for real. I'll yeah. follow you Come to on. your chamber yeah. in case you change your mind on the way and you anytime, want to test me, dude. Anytime you want. Anytime. I love it. I can't wait though. Damon's gonna fucking give that kid the smoke. I hope. I fucking hope if that kid kills Damon, I'm gonna have. Oh my god, this is gonna be letters written. <laughs> this is gonna be letters written. Um, but we're gonna pretty much close out the episode. We're doing long today. Holy shit. Um, we see that um, Damon's old whore. I don't know what else to call her. His old lady there, the, the old brothel wench. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be mean to him. I don't know what else to call her. Uh, seems like she's up to her old tricks. She is. Uh, she, the girl that brought the tea in, I think, right? Isn't that what you said? That was the girl that brought the tea in. All right. The, uh, to Queen Alicent and to Diana, the yes. girl that was raped. The tea that we're in question about that we're not entirely sure. The plan B or something. We're fact-checking. We're fact-checking that. We'll have to look into that, yes. But that uh, handmaid is the one that it seems like is on a payroll for Damon's girl. She says, busy night at the castle. And she's just kind of like, yes, you're grace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's clearly got some some scoopage. Surprised she's still around. Like, it, I didn't. I totally forgot about it. Forgot about it, yeah. She had the other little spy, too. The uh, the kid outside yeah, of the... She, she right. The kid them. that told Otto about... Raynara and Damon. Raynara and Damon. Yep. Was also in the the next day with right. Damon and the 
his whore. Yeah, she um, she gives him like a bag of a, a magic money. Yeah, a bag of coin. Yeah, I guess I so. Imagine. Like she's definitely pulling some strings up there. I don't know what side she's on. I guess True. that's more of my question. In that scene right there, she quite literally tells Damon like my job. Basically, she says is to protect you because I think that having his protection somehow gives her protection, which is what she wants is that security. I think that she knows if anything goes awry, she can go to one of the most badass knights in the kingdom for protection. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if this somehow is for Damon because if she yeah, like I she knows so. that the that the queen's son Aegon that they're trying <clears throat> to basically contend for the throne raped and possibly impregnated some random girl that ruins his legitimacy right yeah, to hell. True. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't saying? thinking that. I'm hoping it's like their uh, what's the word? Their their opposite for. Clubfoot. Oh man! If like Clubfoot has her on the payroll, that would be bad. Man. No, no, I'm not. Oh. Even, no, I don't want her on Clubfoot. Like, oh, but I'm say. saying, like her, like they've got the High Towers got Clubfoot, that, yeah, and they've got their version. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, I got exactly. you. I got you. I got you. My bad. I got you. I got you. I, yeah, I got you. But we're gonna, like, like Seth said, it's been a while since we've seen her. Um, I think since that that scene with the boy after the brothel. I think that was the last time. Which was like Does he, two or three episodes ago. Well, know. he leaves, right? He leaves with her to Dragonstone. That's way early. That's like episode one. One or two. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we haven't seen her then yeah. since. Since that's the brothel thing. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. Uh, and then the closing scene, we go to um, the last the last moments we have with the King the King Viserys. He is with Allison. They're laying in bed. He asks for some more milk of the poppy, which Allison's able to give him. And then it seems like the king is kind of, you know, in his, in his dying moments, the, the one thing that he's been holding on to is this story. The story of ice and fire. It's so crucial to his family, to his, his role as king, to his birthright, to his family, the Targaryens. It seems like he's kind of just muttering the story. It almost, that's how I took it at least. It seems like he's trying to just mutter this story through to anybody who can listen in these last moments. And it happens to be Allison. And he's saying, you know, Aegon, the song that was promised, the, the prince that was promised, the song of ice and fire. And it's up to you to unite the realms. And it seems like Allison's like, oh, yeah, like I got it, King. Like, I got it. Yeah. She doesn't get it. She takes it as she wants her. He wants his son, Aegon, to basically like rule and be king. And he's the one that's going to unite. It's just like. No, no. This wouldn't happen if we didn't name every single kid Aegon. Yeah, like, no, I know. If names, we just changed, yeah. Joffrey Aegon. You know what I mean? Like, it's, the, it's Aegon's dream. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's just, why are we doing this? Now Rhaenyra's got an Aegon. Jon Snow's Aegon. This kid's Aegon. Aegon the Conqueror. It's just chaos. But you know that as Allison's hearing this, it's like, oh, no, like... This is the powder keg that we needed. The last few sprinkles to cause this thing to blow up after she was just like, "Oh, you're gonna be a great king, right now." Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I thought they were sort of burying the hatchet. At it seemed like it seemed like yep. they were like like I feel like at the end of the day they never really wanted to be against each other. I feel like they Definitely had a, a, a a friendship at the beginning, and then obviously Hightower pushed his daughter yep. onto the king. And the, the 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 lying to Allison definitely hurt that relationship massively. The, yeah, the night with Cole of, of course, and yeah, David. absolutely. And the whole thing with Cole is a little like confusing too, because I'm well, I guess yeah, I mean. She did it with Damon, though, sort of. So yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But uh, but yeah, like like I said, I felt like they were sort of burying the hatchet there at dinner. It was a good little like wrap up. Everything is going well, and then uh, yep. like you said, the king is uh, he's off that 
that milk of the poppy. Yeah. yeah. Just starts blabbing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it makes sense because this is such an important part to, like I said, so many things. Like his, his whole family line. Like this is a story that he's been saying. It's been passed down since Aegon the Conqueror. So it's so crucial. So it would make sense like in these moments that this is the only thing that's kind of flooding around in his brain. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's and, wild to be that the Dance of the Dragons is going to be based off of just not a misunderstanding. Yeah. Viserys, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like Viserys dropping this information to just yep. the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's crazy. To I me thought he just was like, it was going to happen just because of uh, him thinking he was talking to somebody else. To one person and the, talking to it. Yeah. That's what I thought the whole time. Dying old man. I right. thought he was just talking to her because she's on his bad side, right? When she goes in there. So I didn't know yeah, actually, if she he, is. You're right. So I didn't know if <laughs> she was like. On his bed, well, so. the other thing, she is on his bad. No, you're high absolutely powers, right. You're absolutely right. On the side where he rots, <laughs> and like his side sits on the other side. But um, I thought like maybe he was just like so, you know, fucked up off the milk of the poppy right. that she came in. He's like confused. He's just like he's like you guys are saying. He's he's ready to die, and he thinks he's either talking to Rhaenyra. Or, that's what I. That's what I guess. That's yeah, yeah. Or that's, just yeah, like you know what I mean, like or he's just like you said. He's just so confused. He's just trying to get this information out, and then he says whatever he says to his. I'm assuming his first wife, right? He says like my love or something, and then yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. he sees her. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, as he's yeah. like going into you know yeah. Which the the way they actually ended it out, like you know, Allison kind of leaves, and then the king's just breathing. You can tell he's just wheezing, and he literally—it was. I thought it was great depressing, but yeah, I thought yeah, it, I was, it was. Yeah. Say, like, I thought beautiful. it was great the way they did it. Yeah. He's just like literally, like kind of like like cries almost, like no more, and then it kind of fades to black, and then you hear his breathing still, and then the breathing just like cuts, yeah. and then it goes to the credit. And I was yeah. just like, that was. That so was asking nice. for mercy. Yeah, um, but like I said, it not my favorite episode, my least favorite episode of the season. I just. I just didn't think that that much got pushed. I just felt like they, this could have been. I don't know. But I thought that was the biggest thing, though. Like that—that that is the biggest yeah, push him. to me of the whole thing. Was that, I guess, like I said, that yeah. like we now know how the Dance of the Dragons is going to happen because it's this big. Like I said, it, it just—it's a big misunderstanding from Viserys. Yeah, I think that there's a chance that even if you like, say, if you cut that, I think there's a chance that Allison, after like a week of the king being dead, just is like, you know what, fuck all that good shit. Let's just go back. Yeah, to and I'd almost, I'd almost rather have that too. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah, you're Allison, wouldn't you kind of be like, are you sure? Like she said, like you're no son of mine earlier. This true. Episode, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't would, would it in the back of her mind be like, I don't know about that. Man. Yeah. Like, are you sure? No kidding. Quick turnaround. No son of mine to, all right, I'm going to do everything I can to make this All right, well, you said it, so. For real, yeah. And he actually shows literally no leadership or kingly, like, you know what I mean? No qualities of that at all. No. Even on the other hand. I was going to say, the other one's better suited for the the spot. Might be a little bit of a dictator, but. (laughs) That's all right. At least he shows, you know, he's got the right mindset for being a ruler kind of a thing. And he's being a, a... Battler, you know what I mean? The fucking tournament line was awesome. I don't give a fuck about tournaments. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just I just liked the episode a lot because it was it was a good episode for a character that I've been bashing the whole season. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Got, definitely. got a boost in my book. Definitely. It was a good it was a good send off for the king. It was a good episode for him. Poor guy, man. You just wanted his family to get along, you know what I mean? Too good of it like I said, the actor hit the nail on the head. He was too good of a guy to be the king. That's when I realized it. Yeah. 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 But two episodes left. We are heading into our pre-ultimate <coughs> episode, which as we know in Game of Thrones land, episode nine, that's when shit fucking Always hits the something. fan, man. Either someone massive dies or we get a massive battle. Episode nine, something crazy always goes down. 
So I'm I'm looking forward to this weekend. Big big weekend ahead. Yeah, big weekend. And uh, we're gonna be wrapping up fucking She Hulk this weekend on, on Thursday. We're gonna be wrapping up Rings of Power on Friday. So all these shows that we've been recapping are gonna be finally coming to an end. You know what I mean? So that's it. That's it. Uh, like today we have you know a three hour show. Show's gonna look a lot different once all these shows end. We don't have we have a lot it's less to recap. Work, be, you know what I mean? Maybe. But uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Do we have anybody any closing thoughts on uh, episode episode eight of Thrones? I think that was it. No, yeah, strong. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be a very busy week with the other two shows wrapping up, and then like you said, being the, the pan ultimate. Yep. There's yeah. a lot of content yeah. in these, uh, these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Seth have said it, man. As soon as She-Hulk got slightly good, we had so much more to talk about. It's just the last couple of weeks we were in the blow by, and this week we finally had a banger. So, But uh, it was a good time, good episode. Looking forward to finales. Looking forward to uh, pre-ultimate episode. Looking forward to getting in here and talking to Mando with you guys soon. When, like I said, be rotating that in once a couple of these shows end. Uh, that's going to be wrapping it up for us here today. That was a long one for you guys. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it. As always, share, share, share. Tell anybody about it that you think might like it. Share it on your pages. All we want to do is get more eyeballs on the show because that is the best way for this show to grow and get better. So please do that. Share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. All of that engagement, all of that helps. It looks good. It helps us be able to try and sell the show at some point eventually. Um, to Mr. Rogers, couldn't have done it without you again on the ones and twos. Great job, buddy. Thanks Thank for you having for me. filling in. Yeah, no, of course, man. There, baby. I appreciate all you guys for, for really helping out and doing more the last couple of weeks when Los has been out. It's been really, really helpful because I was worried about it. But to Mr. Ledoux. Stay out, Los. You good. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Holding it down. Ledoux, thank you again for coming oh, in, buddy. Great time. Great show. Me on here. Appreciate always, it. Always a pleasure. Always enjoy talking with you guys. Smash that like button. Hit subscribe. You already know what to do. That's right. We will have to have you in. Uh, we'll have to have you back in soon so that we can at least talk the end of the Rings of Power. You yeah, know what I mean? wrap up we'll, Rings of Power definitely. and uh, Game of Thrones, you know, definitely. House of Dragon. So. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for us here today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you soon. Happy watching. Good night.